Uh, there I was. Uh, out. Hey, where are you? Where, 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 where are you? Where, 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 out and <laughs> what? Oh, no, go ahead. Okay, I'm with, okay, I'm with, okay. This is a good story. This is good. This is good. I start over. So. Where did you get your app, Hedge? This is so cool. Alright, wait, 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 wait. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alright. There I was. Out and a boot. It's a big boot. It was really big. It was, it was, it was this big, and I and, and there was a, a a tree. And I walk up to the tree. Was it a walking tree? <laughs> well, it wasn't walking in the boot. In the what? In the boot. 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 <laughs> <laughs> That's the end. I just like the end. Uh, I they like going to the end. Oh wait, wait. Yeah, you're 70. You can sleep anywhere. That's right. <laughs> and that's, it. That, that's the story. What, what do you? Think? I think you need another beer. I think I need another. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Brewfest. Uh, Brewfest. Brewfest. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. We we gotta sing a song. Oh yeah, yeah, we yeah, gotta yeah. sing a song. Wait, no, 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 I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it. I got it. Show me the way to go home. I'm tired of go to bed. To bed, bed, go to bed. Yeah. I had a little drink, drink about, about an hour ago, ago and it got right, right to, to my head. head. Yeah. That's what I said, head. Okay. Wherever yeah. I roam, see or phone. You always hear me singing this song. Show me the way to go home. Boom, boom, boom. Show me the way to go home. Boom, boom. I'm tired and I want to go to bed. And uh, yeah, fast, yeah. That's gross. And welcome to For the Horde Radio. 
This is episode 24, which, yes, it has been a little delayed. It has been slightly delayed because Shatrath killed me. Okay, not literally. But first, before I tell you that story, first let me welcome you all to this episode of For the Horde Radio. Thank you very much for downloading and listening. If you are a new listener, thank you for giving us a try. If you are a return listener, thank you very much for downloading us again. Brave souls you are. Okay, now back to Shatrath and how it killed me. This is just a quick aside, but yes, yeah, Shatrath killed uh, killed Annie Ed. Uh, kind of uh, so there I was. And this was happening a couple of times where I would fly into Shatrath, usually from Nagrad, because that's where my hearth is. And my hearth is there because I can't hearth in Shatrath. I can't do it. And I'd come in and I'd fly into Shatrath to go to one of those spiffy little portals. And the game would lock up. This was happening, uh, and, and the thing was, it wasn't happening all the time. It would depend, apparently, on the mood of Blizz that particular day. And usually, though, the cure was, okay, fine, it, you know, totally locks up the game, get out, restart, turn off all the add-ons, restart, starts up fine. Well, this happened yet again one particular evening. I get out, restart, turn off the ads, try to go in, error message. I try another character, error message. I try a new character, no. I couldn't do, I couldn't go to another server, nothing. It was hell. So, Shatrath, it should have a warning on it, is the first thing. So, after, oh, two weeks or so of back and forth with tech support, and nothing they said helped, let me tell you that much. Real crack team of wizards. Anyway, I won't go into that. But, a long story, very squished and short, we finally got it working. Uh, the scary part is, I don't know exactly what made it work. It's one of those things you just get to the point you keep pushing buttons until it eventually works. Well, that's kind of what happened. And so it is working, we just don't quite know what made it work again. Uh, so it could ha- it could do it again at any time. Frightening. And and then, yes, Andy Ed had uh, a bit of a, a sniffle, had a bit of a cold there. So, unfortunately... All of these factors, these technological and biological factors, contributed to the show being late. But we are back. Here we are. Hello. And now that we've gotten that out of the way, let us talk about, yes, yes, the the big event that is happening, or at this point probably has ended, but the big event. Rufus. It is Brewfest time, or it has been Brewfest time. Brewfest. Let's discuss Brewfest, because there have been some changes. Some of the changes are good. Some of the changes are bad. Let us. Spread. We will. We will try not to be negative. We're going to try not. We're going to put a smiley face on and try not to be negative as we talk about this. First, let us discuss the happy points, the good points, the things that we saw that we enjoyed about Brewfest. Because I do always love Blizzard's holidays. And now we're getting to, like, the thick of them. Once you hit Brewfest, it's like, all right, like, every month you got something new. It's just always very cool. Brewfest kicks it off. So here we are, Brewfest. And, well, I think the first thing I did notice, one of the first things I noticed anyway, as far as an improvement, has to be the Bark Quest. The Bark Quest that has you get on that mount and run through lovely lag of Orgamar and you hit all four points. Now, last year, 
I know we talked about this. Last year, the bar quest ensued, and you had to hit all four points and get back to your quest target prior to four minutes running out. It could be done, and I did it several times, but my god, what a pain in the ass that was. Especially since the damn rams don't stop. They don't stop. They know how to go forward. They can't even back up. They know how to go forward at a variety of speeds, but they won't stop. So there were many a time, I remember last year, where you're down to like five seconds on the clock and you get to the quest giver and you go to turn it in, but you can't like quite click him because your ram's walking you off in another direction. And quest failed. I think Blizzard got enough stink bombs mailed to them, had enough people egg their company, egg their homes, had enough burning brown bags left on their porch and the doorbell rings. I think this happened enough that they changed it. You still got to run through. You still got a four minute timer. The change is you don't have to make it back to the quest giver before four minutes runs out. All you got to do is hit. You had to hit all four targets. And let me tell you, that was nice. That was a nice change. I was very happy because the first time I ran through it, it's, it's been a year. So it's like, okay, got to find my, my timing again. How, how did I do this last year? I got to find the timing on how to run the Ram through Blizzard. Uh, through Blizzard. Oh, for pity's sake. Look at this. I'm off a week and I'm already... Uh, well, actually, no, it doesn't matter if I'm off a week or a month. Or, anyway, so going through Argamar. And I had hit the last target and I'm looking at my clock and I got like 30 seconds. And I know I'm not making an ad at org back to this guy in 30 seconds. So I kind of resolved myself. It's like, all right, the first time out, I worked the kinks out. I remember kind of how to do this again. Okay. And I kind of drop back. You know, I'm heading back there anyway because I think that I have to do it again. And the timer clicked. And it's, you know, objective complete. Really? And I go up to the quest giver and there he is with a big yellow question mark over his head. I'm like, oh, cool. So I was very happy to see that. And they got the Dark Dwarves working, didn't they? Finally. They got it working without the entire server crashing over and over. And I do enjoy the Dark Dwarves. They are a lot of fun to, to do, I think, personally. It's a fun little event. You sit there, you get drunk and you throw mugs at them. I mean, how can you beat this? This is fun. My problem, though, with the Dark Dwarves is it is a group participation event, and if not enough people do it, it doesn't work. And, of course, having all of these little hiccups with my machine and with, with a, a cold, I'm coming into... I came into Brewfest like the second week that it was on, and by this point, everyone's got it out of their system. So nobody wants... So there's, you know, there's the troll. There's Annie and the troll standing there throwing her little mug, and... It doesn't matter because, and, and then you get the dwarves going, hooray, we have victory, let us leave. Oh, hells. So nobody wants to do it anymore. That's kind of disappointing. Everyone's got it out of their system. So those are the two, what I think, really big improvements. Uh, the other one, of course, is Brew of the Month, which looks really cool, which by the time this airs, I will hopefully have, one of my characters will have it. And I hear uh, it's part insider info, rumor control has it that this will be part of the, oh, achievements that is coming out. 
where it'll be the holiday achievement, where you get all the little cutesy holiday things. It's going to take like, you know, like a year, of course, to like do it, because obviously Brewfest is Brew of the Month Club, so it's every month. But you do it, and at the end of the year, you get like, from what I hear, really like slick mount if you get the holiday achievement, whatever. So that is incentive for me anyway enough to get out there and do all these silly little things. So the bar quest was changed. Um, the barrel racing is still fun. I have always enjoyed the barrel racing. My favorite part, of course, is getting a barrel thrown at your head. Who doesn't like that? And of course, throwing it at the goblin. That's always fun. But a couple of things have changed now that we're a little disappointed about. Yes, yes, we're disappointed. And I'm not quite sure why they changed, but they have. And you may disagree. You may say, hey, I like this new thing, but I'm not real crazy about it. One of the things that I am disappointed about is they took out the pink elephants and the warper tingers. That quest. There were two quests, the pink elephants and warper tingers. They took it out. And I don't know why, but they did. And that was a little disappointing because that was cool because anyone could do it. Level ones could do that thing. It was awesome. That was the thing about Brewfest last year. It was like anyone, one through 70, can participate in this event on some level. And it seems they do it, I don't know why, that they are now curtailing that a little bit. And it's more, you know, um, capped exclusive again. And the reason I say that is because, well, last year, all you needed to do was get enough tickets and you could get the Ram Mount. For those who wanted the Ram Mount, you could get it. You just say, here, here's the money, here's the tickets, gimme, gimme, gimme. And even if you could ride the darn thing, you could hold it. And that was a neat thing. This year, as we all know, is a little different. Yeah. And the event itself is kind of fun on some levels. It's, uh, it's hard. I mean, some of you have done it, probably have it down to a science going, it ain't hard. Well, I've done it a few times, and those ads, man, those ads will get you every time. But it's, yeah, it's 70 exclusive, pretty much. You, know, you can't get it anyway. You have to be in a group. You have to be in a five-man. First thing, you can't even solo this. <laughs> Good luck trying. You can't solo it. You gotta have a five-man. Go into BRD and get, you know, the Brewmeister, Meister Burger, or whatever the heck he's called, who wants to destroy Brewfest. Whatever. So, fine. Five-man it, go in. And and then, of course, then it's this, it doesn't, <laughs> the, the mounts, the Kodo, now they have a Kodo and Ram, it's not a guarantee they're gonna drop. It's not like every time you kill this guy, someone at least in your group is guaranteed to get something. No, that's not it at all. That's not even, it's, it's you know, the typical dice roll. It's, eh, maybe you will, maybe it won't. That's really disappointing in my opinion. I just think that's that's really disappointing. You're not even guaranteed it. Like you finally finish this and you're not you're not even assured that you're gonna get one. That upset me. Although I gotta admit that whole that whole instance, well the event rather. I wouldn't say the whole instance because you obviously, unless you have a death wish or are just insanely bored, want to run through BRD again. However, <laughs> this BRD sucks. Anyway, um, however, best part I think about that entire event is the fact, I don't know who it is who shows up who does this, which is going to lead me to an aside in a second, but I don't know who it is who shows up to do this, but all of a sudden you're sitting there, you're, you're fighting, you're healing, you're doing whatever, and you have a barrel on your head. Now I gotta admit, that's fun. I wish that was something you could take with you. I wish that was a trinket or something that you're standing, think about that. How awesome would that be to do in like PvP? 
is to have this trinket that allows you to throw a barrel on someone's head and they run around with this barrel on their head for 30 seconds or whatever. How cool is that? Are we getting a trinket? No. No, of course we won't. But that would have been something to strive for if they put it in. They didn't, but it would have been cool. And that's about all we have to say about Brewfest, really, <laughs> pretty much. I mean, not that, not, not drastic changes, just some disappointing changes I, I've seen that it's kind of like, oh man, you, you made it exclusive, you made it a five man. Yeah, I know, bitch, 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 bitch. But we still enjoy it because it's a holiday, it's different. Although I will say, probably into the second week, and I noticed a couple of the guildies kind of said this, you run into, when a holiday runs like two weeks like this, when you get into the second week, the novelty has so worn off everybody, and nobody wants to like, like I was talking about with the Dark Orb, no one wants to do it anymore. They're like, eh, who cares? Well, I don't know. Should it be mandatory? You know what I would like to see? I wonder if they're going to change this. Last year, and this is our next holiday coming up, which I absolutely love, it's probably my favorite of all Blizz holidays, is Hollow's End. Oh yeah, that's coming up. But last year, I remember with the new event with the Headless Horseman, who comes and sets fire to Razor Hill and to Brill and everything, which is great. And that's another group event, which I did notice loses after like, you know, the first week, it loses the novelty and people don't participate. However, the cool thing Blizz did with that, and I kind of think they had to, the Headless Horseman setting everything on fire and you're there throwing buckets of water on everything, fine. If you don't, or if you don't have enough people, the NPCs join in and help you out. I hope they keep that for this year. And in my opinion, they kind of should have done that this year, I think a little bit with the Brewfest deal. Because honestly, by this point, they really should know their players and the attention span most of them have. It ain't long. And so if some people want to participate in the event, but there aren't enough other players to achieve the goal, the NPCs can swoop in and lend a hand would be cool, I think. Instead, no. You notice when the Dark Dwarves show up, like everyone splits all the NPCs, like single file the hell out of there. Like, thanks, appreciate it, but yeah, you're just here to like get drunk and stand around and cause me lag. These guys show up and you split. Thanks. Appreciate it, bud. No problem. No, no, I'll... No, no. Let me do it. That's just the way of NPCs, isn't it? Just... Oh, no, 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 no. I'll do it. It's fine. But we do like Rufus. I am so looking forward, of course, to my favorite of all holidays, Hollows, and I really enjoy it. That's one of my favorite. Winter Pale comes up behind it as a close second, but Hollows End is my... And I, you know what it is? And they better have them this year, because I'll scream if they don't. I will scream and cry and run around if they don't have it. <gasps> my pumpkin head because I'm like down to my last one. Yes, I'm down to one. Yes, I've had them for a year and have sparingly been distributing them accordingly as we go along in raids, um, throwing pumpkin heads at people because it's fun. Because there's nothing more fun, especially, by the way, this has been a fun thing that I've started, which I have to totally redo my supply for this. Where you, whatever, if somebody like screws up, which happens in a run, and I, whatever, you know, especially with our guild, we could care less if we screw up. I mean, we care, but we don't care. People screw up so long as we live, and even if we don't, it's like, eh, all right, res, do it again. But it is fun, however, if somebody does a move, pulls wrong, hits the ice trap, heals the NPC, whatever, to throw a pumpkin head at them. And they've been pumpkined. 
So they know for the next hour that they've been pumpkined. And, you know, they wear the pumpkin head of shame, as it has been known to be. The pumpkin head of shame. I am definitely going to restock my supply of pumpkin heads. Because they are awesome. And I love throwing them at people. And I better be careful because <laughs> they're going to throw them at me. But they're cool. So I'm really looking forward to that. But no, we're not there yet. We're talking about Brewfest. Actually, no, we're not. We're done talking about Brewfest. That was it. That's all, that's all we uh, have to say about Brewfest. Gee, was it worth the wait? Kidding. Anyway. So, uh, we hope you're enjoying the fabulous Fest of Brew. Although, by this point, by the time this airs, it's going to be over. But we hope you enjoyed it and that you got your Brew Fest of the Month Club, your Brew of the Month. You signed up for that. Maybe you got a, you got the cake. Put that baby down in the middle of a group. That'd be cool. A couple of fun little things. And uh, hey, you know, all in all, all a good time. Well, it is time, at this point, as it often is, to to take a break. And I have got, especially for you PvPers out there, which I am not. By the way, this is a total... (laughs) Talk about shifting gears really severely, but hey, there it is. I heard rumor control has it, and rumor has been confirmed by a, a reliable source, our tank. He is a reliable source when it comes to this stuff, so it's been confirmed. Blizz in Wrath, no, we can't get away from Wrath, I'm sorry, we just can't escape it, is changing, is is like wiping everyone's honor out. Did I hear correctly? Is this just a vicious, vicious, hideous rumor? Or is it true that they're wiping everyone out and everyone's going to start at zero? And the reason behind this is so that folks can't, I guess, get the PvP, the new PvP gear instantaneously. Is that what the deal is? I'm not sure. I don't like it. And it's not that I PvP that much. However, my main, my main, my troll, has got a lot. I mean, because back in my day, long ago, when there were ranks, if you wanted to maintain your rank, you had to PvP. It was mandatory. It was like going to school. It was terrible. You had to do it. So I was happy with the new system where it's like, oh, thank God, I don't have to do it. Because if you didn't, then you'd like slide back down. You'd lose your rank and everything. Oh, it was terrible. But of course, in the process of wanting to keep a rank, and I think on a past show, you couldn't even get into the, the secret club until you were a certain rank and everything. That was the only reason I got her up in the first place was just so she could go in and like look around. So she has accumulated a fair number of honor she hasn't spent any because she hasn't had enough to spend on like the good stuff and as i have said i'm not a pvp uh person however after hearing this rumor these points are not going to go into the vast void so if this rumor is true before wrath man spend your honor points or gather them up and get some stuff if you can i was oh i don't know if it's true or not um rumor control I've I've heard it's confirmed but again I don't think we're really gonna know until Wrath comes out and we see all the fun and new changes that have happened so that's just a little bit of insider info there for you some of you may have already heard that and some of you may not may not have however this leads me into our music break because for those PvPing out there we have got just this this really wicked song that was was given to me that a long time ago and I have stumbled upon again and this is such a p and in my opinion this is such a pvp song you put this baby on and you can just see yourself just going at it and leveling any any pvp instance you go into so without further ado here we go 
cool i think that is an awesome like pvp or grinding kind of song going there yeah you were picturing yourself in a battleground during that yes you were admit it fess up fess up yes you were you were visualizing yourself alone having wiped out everyone including your own side because you are just that elite you are just that uber and you were standing there upon a mountain with a flag and a ray of light coming down upon you by the end of that song okay maybe not anyway that was Sandstorm by Derude. 
Yeah, never heard of them either. Maybe you have. I've never heard of them. That was sent to me. I thought that was a long time ago that was sent to me. And just found it and said, ooh, that's a good one. I like that one. So we hope you liked it too. And now we lead into, we're going to be nice. Because so often we, we pick on, on, poor, on our poor cow. We, we pick on him because, well... He's Big V. We can do that. But no, we are going to be pleasant and nice and 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 just over gushing with with something. So here we go. We are going to gush now and very happily and excitedly tell you that it's time for. Coming to you from high atop the flight point over that livestock pavilion known as Thunder Bluff. It's the view from the barn with your host. Big V, Big V, Big V, Big V, Big V. Forces uh, have conspired against me to um, once again keep me out of game as uh, much as I would like to be in. But one of those things, and I know this is something that you and I have talked about, is um, one thing, game saturation. Game sat. True. Yeah, you ever been there? Oh, many times, many times. Oh yeah, you know it's the it's kind of that point of dimin. It, it's not, not so much diminishing returns. It's that point of infinite misery, really. Um, that you reach, you know, you've got an alt, you know, poised and ready to go, and you just log on and you're like, ah, I just can't do this. It's that point where the game is no longer is game. It's become a job. And I, I had kind of reached that. Now, interestingly enough, the, right at the point that I reached it was when, um, uh, you know, set up new profession and etc. Uh, so, in uh, real life, that is. You know, I was able to make kind of make it through that without having massive amounts of uh, game guilt. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know? Okay. Yeah. So, because you know, I literally just couldn't get in that much, um, and not to do things as uh, you know as in depth as I would like to. But during during that time, I was able to do uh, to piddle around with something a little bit, and uh, I've got to say, I've I, I took the plunge. Uh, our uh, our buddy Sauron, his last. Uh, what is that? What is that thing that people send you where they talk? Phone call. That. Okay. Yeah. All yeah. All right. All right. Okay. We're 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 moving now. We're there. I'll tell you, we're right there. Yep. We're you know, watch out for the sonic boom. Here we go. <laughs> uh, but no, the you know the uh, incendiary evil that he kind of put out there uh, with the warlocks. I was like, okay, all right, let's really see this. What's more, what's the most evil here? So I rolled a warlock, and I've got to say, I made a good argument. I made a really good argument for mages being evil. Um, yeah, I'm not some, not so sure the mages are that evil anymore. The <laughs> mages are just snarky. Just snarky? They're kind of snarky. Okay. Yeah, it's like, okay, you piss me off. I'm going to turn you into like, a barnyard animal. Now, I may set you on fire. I may eat a picnic in front of you out of food that I, you know, whistled up myself. But, you know, really, I'm going to have to go back on myself there. Even though I had a very uh, lucent, well-thought-out argument and position, I've got to go back on myself. Warlocks are the 
damn evilest character in the game. I and mean, it makes me shudder just a little bit whenever I log into it. <laughs> it makes me wonder, what the hell have you become? That bad, okay. huh? Pretty freaking bad. Okay. okay. Um, yeah, it's like a hunter passed its due date. You know, that's <laughs> what happens. That's what it is right there. It's the hunter passed its due date. And, you know, you whistle up this thing. You know, either this, you know, little, I don't know, wrinkled up like an imp thing who can do just wonderful amounts of damage, but has the lifespan of an anemic leper. I mean, (laughs) or you can get this thing that, you know, it looks like a water balloon that's about to burst. (laughs) The blueberry. Yeah, yeah, the blueberry. You get your blueberry. Yes. Yeah, and, you know... The first few times I played a warlock, and I tried. I have tried. I've tried over and over and over, and I just can't do it. I mean, uh, first character, as you know, everybody has heard, you know, the million times, was an undead warlock. I was just too stupid to play. I'm surprised I got the thing to 20. I had my head so far up my, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, my thing about the instant damage you know the instant gratification of flinging a fiery spell and there being uh just a buttload of damage that's still appealing let me tell you but those dots i've come to appreciate the dots because they'll just whittle away and you, you know you don't necessarily see it all happen at once but then all of a sudden bam you know, their health bar goes down, and it's over. They're done. They're dead. Anyway, you know, the, you turn around, and, you know, you've seen their health go you know, down a little bit, down a little bit, and then all of a sudden, they're dead. They're bam, dead. And you're looking at them wondering, what, what the hell just happened here? And you corrupted them to death. You immolated them. They're standing there, you know, bursting into flame and going out. Bursting into flame, going out. All the while, this demon is beating them up. <laughs> I mean, I thought it was bad that, you know, somebody was encased in ice, burning alive, and you're hitting them with a stick. No, it gets worse. You set them on fire, they're getting beaten up by a demon, and then you're stabbing them with the butter knife. An insult to injury, you steal their soul. At the well, if you're if you're quick enough on the buttons, yeah. But if you're if if you hadn't got a time just right, you know, then all of a sudden they're dead. <laughs> <laughs> they're just dead, and there's no soul to steal. And I, I realized just how bad it was because I was uh, running around and I thought, okay, yeah, I need to summon a void, summon a void walker here. Okay, how many shards? Of, oh yeah, I only got one or two shards. Okay, let me go kill somebody. Okay, now there's something just fundamentally wrong with that (laughs) what did I do I I said hmm I need this thing let me go kill somebody so I can do this it just made me want to go to church I mean I was oh my god ah. I mean wow what have Um, I become what have I become and (laughs) I've become a a hunter past his due date. That's what I've become. But it's I've had a good time with it. So I don't know uh, if I'm going to be keeping up with a warlock or not. I mean, I've got you know kind of enough irons in the fire right now. Anyway, you know, get you know get the match up for the uh, big push to Outland before uh, Wrath comes out. Mm-hmm. 
and um, getting the cow to do some mining. But you know, it's it definitely would be a um, you know an interesting thing to kind of you know pursue. And you know, maybe that'll maybe that'll be uh, the next one, the next alt, mm-hmm. as it were. You got to do a proper warlock, and the all proper warlocks are undead. I think that's up for debate. Yeah, I mean, okay. a, a good warlock is undead. I have, but I've seen other good warlocks that are that are not undead. Yeah, yeah. yeah but I, I think the undead is more of a, a cosmetic thing. It just adds to the whole persona. Okay. I, that's you know, it's the whole mm-hmm. look of it. The whole you know, undead look of being a warlock. I think. Yeah, and you know, I've uh, yeah, which kind of brings me to another thing. And this is um, this is a role playing, really. Uh, there of uh, you role play? No, but it's kind of something. <laughs> that I th- it's kind of something. That, uh, well, and I am on a podcast. Uh, <laughs> hey, role playing? <laughs> That's just you being you. Come on. That's just me being obnoxious. No, um, which uh, led me to an interesting, kind of an interesting uh, thought. And I don't know if it's one that I would really want to pursue that much, but you know, you know role playing is kind of interesting, and it's um, it, it's kind of that fine line. You know, you between playing a game and enjoying it and then maybe being just a little too guru about it. I mean, there are some people who, you know, do it and do it well. But I I think bad role players are like, well, literally they are. They're bad actors and it's painful to see. Uh, And I'm really kind of afraid I'm one of those. Um, I mean, my backstory would be, you know, something like that blows stuff up. That's pretty much just what I do. Move. Move. You know, (laughs) Uh, if if I were the, if if I were doing it with a match, if I were doing it with a cow, I hit stuff with a stick. (laughs) You gotta have the move. No matter what character it is. No matter what character, you gotta have the move. But no, the, uh, and the, the scenario was this. Play a human for a little bit. Okay, now I know that's kind of disgusting and will you know, nauseate some people, but yeah, hear me out. Get you, get you, a, get you a human going. Then, at some point, try to haul it over the play glance, even if you're way too young. Whatever, die. Then delete, then delete the character and make that same character an undead, one of the forsaken, and start all over again. I thought that you know that could be interesting. Uh, you know, because you get them up, high, you get them up high enough, and then you know, in battle, and then boom, got to start over. We got nothing, and you know, you would experience that same forsaken undead bitterness that they have. Because yeah, I gotta say, you listen to the undead talk in you know the starting area, whatever. They're bitter. I mean, I don't know whether it, I mean, well, I mean, they're rotten. I mean, their flesh is falling off. You know, they're yeah, you got these hounds following them around, you know, <laughs> waiting for the leg. I mean, dear God, can you imagine what it smells like there? Well, that's probably a good thing that they're undead because they probably can't smell anymore. Yeah, I mean, we know they're colorblind. Yes. Uh, <laughs> you know that. That's been proven, yes. Yes, yes, so. we, yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. It's just something that kind of flew through my head going, wow, wouldn't it be kind of interesting to do that? If you're going to go really deep, if you're going to do this, that would kind of be the way to do it. But I'm not going to do that because, <laughs> you know, to do it right, you would have to do just immense amounts of research and really kind of own it. And I'd, I'm not sure if I want to be undead. None of my clothes would fit. 
they'd all turn into you know rags instantly yeah instantly instantly rags and that spine would be coming up through the back of stuff and yeah so I don't know that was just you know one of those things that kind of flew through my head as I was kind of having a bit of a forced sabbatical there so yeah but for a true you know a really down hardcore role player that would actually be an interesting way to go yeah yeah because you know I did my I I did my time in the old uh, tabletop uh, RPGs and such but you know this kind of the online MMOs are uh, really they add a a different uh, dimension to it that I don't know I just don't think I could do it but uh, it would be interesting so if somebody wants to do that and uh, say get your human up to like level 55 55 you know get get them out to the play glands and then if you have the intestinal fortitude to do such well number one get them that get them that high but then level 58 59 kill them off everything gone and come back as an undead and come back and uh, come back as a level 1 undead same name same class and see how it goes let us know how that goes cuz i would be interested i know we got some role players out there mm-hmm. um and i know we've got our lore people out there which that just uh yeah um, I'm thinking if uh, all that happened, it would be a very interesting story, and it would be one that I would be willing to sit down and hear. Cause mm-hmm. uh, I, because I'm uh, I'm not going to do it, but I'd be, definitely be interested <laughs> in hearing somebody who did. Um, <laughs> and uh, I'm not going to do it either, because no, I, I have a hard enough no. time juggling what I got. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. All right, interesting. Rufus is kind of come and gone for me which is kind of aggravating but uh you know what can you do <laughs> and apparently there are achievements attached to uh, the holidays now yeah uh and that's kind of a drag for the cow because you know he as everybody knows you know really don't keep up with you know the in-game holidays that much because i'm too busy you know leveling or doing you know other things you know weaving belly land or whatever um (laughs) here want a hat no. Um, <laughs> a bag, a bag. Yeah, it's a bag. It's a bag. No, it's an encha- it's an enchanted hat. That's right. You smell funky. No. Um, <laughs> it gives you the debuff. Here, have some gnome-stirred coffee with that. So, yeah. And yeah, it's kind of a drag that you've got to go through all that hoo-ha to get the RAM this year. Yeah, there's been a lot of complaints about the RAM and the, and the Kodo. And I actually talked about this earlier in the show. Uh one of my biggest complaints about the whole thing is it's not even a guaranteed drop. It's not even like, okay, you take the boss down and he's gonna have one or the other on him, so at least somebody in your five-man will get it. No. I don't even know what percentage it is, but I was a little disappointed about that. Actually, no, I was a lot disappointed about that. (laughs) Was the troll pissed? The troll was pissed. Troll was pissed. Actually, it wasn't the troll. It was the pally. Pally was pissed. Oh, Oh, now the pally's pissed. uh, Man, pally's pissed anyway. Always. Always. It's It's a blood elf. Come on. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But he looks good. Come on now. No, this is true. His hair is perfect. His hair is absolutely perfect. And, uh, you know, he's got an attitude, but he's a blood elf. Mm -hmm. Yeah, have you trotted out the uh, the yodel outfit this year? No, 
he still has his from last year. Mm -hmm. uh, the Pally does, but I haven't uh, put it on yet. Oh, what are you oh, waiting on? Uh, well, you know, it's one of those things you can't wear it on the actual occasion. It's something you have to wear in, you know, Winter Vale. You can't wear it for Brewfest. No, what possible sense would that be? Right, so you're going to dress up like Santa and uh, Hallow's End? <laughs> uh, I mean, exactly. <laughs> I'm going to bring out, actually, uh, this is the, the troll can bring out all yeah. her many little Santa's helpers I was about for Hallow's End. You know, you're going to throw damn snowballs at me again, aren't you? We're going to be sitting around in the end somewhere, and the next thing I know, some snowball is going to hit me. And then I'll turn into a troll in a pirate suit, a <laughs> in a pirate suit with a pumpkin head, and then I'll start getting hit by snowballs. <laughs> That's the way this is going to play out, and I just, I just feel it. You know, just yeah, historically speaking. <laughs> yeah, we're coming up on Hollow's End, which is uh, I got to restock. I need like all my stuff. I'm, I'm like low on pumpkin heads and wands and all of that. You've got an entire bank bag devoted to that, don't you? I do, at least on the main. <laughs> she and it's actually, I don't know, do these still drop? Wonder if anyone could tell me. Two years ago, I still have it. It was a pumpkin bag. It dropped off uh, s certain bosses in like UBRS and LBRS and that sort of thing had the holiday gear. They probably still do, actually, uh -huh, unless Blizz changed it. But one of the items that people could get was a pumpkin. At the time, it was like a 16 slaughter. So mm -hmm. it was like, ooh, 16 slot pumpkin bag. <laughs> and it, it looks like a little pumpkin. And I still have mine that I got from two years ago. So that's where I keep all my holiday stuff. It's very well organized. You there we go. Help. You need help. No, but it's cute. It's <laughs> I, I already told the Winter Vale story of the idiot who dragged us into uh, LBRS just to get the damn Santa hat. I told oh, yeah. that story a year ago. So yeah. I, I'm betting they're still out there. I'm betting all these little keen little drops are still there. It's just nobody does them anymore. And... They're lost. Back in my day. Anyway, I'll shut up. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, yes. Pretty soon we're going to have a whole slew of us coming out with the back of my... We're all going to be sitting in our yeah. rocking chairs with wrath coming out. Yeah, really. Um, which which makes me wonder, really, kind of, you know, when Wrath comes out, I think I'm just going to, you know, run around chat and enjoy not having lag. I think all of us are going to do that, which may increase the lag again. But <laughs> which means that the lag's going to The lag's going to just remain. But, yeah, I think I've heard that a lot of people are just looking forward to running around chat and going, wow, look at that. Yeah. I never saw that before. I've been yeah. here two years. Yeah, I'm... But Wrath I'm looking forward to, but um, yeah, I think I'm going to give it some time. Before you plunge in? I think so. Yeah, just because. I'm Do what? I'm torn. You know, on one hand, I want to plunge in and get to it, because I know a lot of other folks, especially in the guild, are going to want to plunge in and do it too. And then yeah. I'm thinking, good God, it's going to be hell. Yeah, not going to be pleasant. Uh, and, you know, I mean thing's going to come out and there are going to be so many bugs in it. I mean, it's going to be like patch, patch. I mean, the pa just think, every Tuesday. Every Tuesday, every day. Yeah, really. Okay. Um, that little Blizzard updater is going to pop up and you're just going to want to lose the will to live right then. Yeah, pretty much. But, yeah, so I got nothing else. You got nothing else. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> View from the barn. Big V. Cow.
Moo. Thanks. That about sums it up. Yeah. Anyway, we're going to talk now about many things. This is going to be a little potpourri section. And the reason is, well, because it is. But we're going to talk about a couple of things here. And just little tidbits, nothing of, of high importance. Well, not that anything on the show is ever of high importance. Anyway, rumor control. Actually, this isn't a rumor control so much. But it was confirmed again by our, our main tank, who is the, the guy you go to to confirm these things. He knows all. And here's how this little tidbit of info, this is all for you lore hounds out there, came about. We went into Black Morass. For those who don't know what that is, that is an instance in Caverns of Time, and it's really cool. It's another lore hound's dream, because in Black Morass is Medivh. For those who don't know who the heck Medivh is, Medivh is a very staple character of Warcraft lore, and is the last guardian, and he showed up in Warcraft 3, and there's a whole big backstory behind him, which I will not go into here. But if you're interested, look him up, because he's a very interesting and cool character. But what you are doing in Black Morass, for those who don't know, is you go in, and again, it's a space-time continuum kind of thing, and what you're doing is, see, Medivh was the dude who opened up the dark portal that allowed all the orcs to, to come in initially to, to Azeroth. So he's there opening the dark portal and he got all these guys trying to stop him. And your job, it's kind of a different thing for an instance. Uh, essentially, it, it's not a dungeon crawl as a lot of them are, where you go through this cavern, this tunnel, this corridor, and kill stuff there, and you get to the boss. That isn't what this is exactly. This is wave upon wave of dragon things will come out and try to attack Medivh, and your job is to keep him alive. Yes, you have to help him open the dark portal, or else, well, the orcs will never come through, and we won't have a game. On its own, it's very, very cool, and I like that it's a little different than a standard, you know, dungeon crawl, an instance crawl, as it were, where, alright, fight this, and this, all oh, the boss, you know, it's a little different, and that makes it kind of neat and cool. But of course, for Lorehounds, it's even especially cool. The first time ever, ever, ever we went in, our, our main tank is also a Lorehound like I am. He knows a lot more than I do. And when we first went in there, the very first time either of us had been in there, we were standing there, and we see Medivh off in the distance, and you would have thought it was a rock star, the way the two of us responded on vent. The two of us were like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, it's Medivh. It's a freaking NPC, and we're losing our minds. Yes, that's how insane we are. Anyway, so it's very cool. But in the process of this, our tank says to me, so did you hear what they're doing with Strat come Wrath of the Lich King? Yes, I know. We can't escape Wrath. We're going to talk about it a little bit. And I go, no, because I don't like research or follow any of that. I just kind of wait until somebody says something well like that to me and go, hey, have you heard about? And I said, no, why? Because I hate Strat. Does anyone like Strat? Anyone? Strat wasn't even popular when that's all there was. <laughs> Back in Grumpy Old Troll, but uh, it wasn't even popular then. And it sure as hell ain't popular anymore. So I go, no, what's up? And he says, oh, well, you're gonna, part of the Caverns of Time thing that they got rolling, a new instance is gonna be, now if you don't want to hear this, by the way, cover your ears, okay. A new instance is gonna have you helping Arthas 
in destroying Strat. Let me clarify even my, but that word destroy. And this goes back to Warcraft 3. And this was an awesome level in Warcraft 3. So those who have never played it, I'm going to tell you a little bit about. And for those who have, you know what I'm talking about. There is a level in Warcraft 3. Because there's a story going on, obviously. And the story up until this point has been, well, Ar this was before Arthas became what we know today. The, the Lich King. This is before that. This is when he was still a pally. When he was still, you know, daddy's little boy. And <laughs> very ambitious and... and Honestly, the character is a little bit complex, and his heart was in the right place. Just his head was up his ass. But anyway, and this is why his ass is now frozen to the throne. There we go. But his heart was in the right place. The premise up until this point in Warcraft 3 is some force, which we find out is Malganus, any big evil demon, has infected grain from Anderhal. Remember Anderhal out in the Plaguelands? Remember that? You little thing, you go there, little glowing silos. Yeah, that's where it's from. Mm-hmm, really cool. So, infected grain is in Anderhal, and it has been distributed all over. All these little towns and cities and everything have gotten this infected grain, and what happens is when people eat it, they go to sleep, and they wake up undead. How unpleasant can that be? Knowing this, the level prior is where he put two and two together and figured this out and went, oh crap. So they go to Strat and now he's starting at this point. It's kind of like the point where Arthas starts losing it a little bit. And, it's, and again, his heart's in the right place. It really is. His philosophy is I'm going in. You know, all these people are infected. Now, of course, no one believes him. You know, they didn't see the people eat the food and, and lose their skin and, you know, get running away from hecklefangs. No, they didn't see that. So they kind of think he's nuts. And he is a little nuts. But his whole philosophy is, okay, all these people have been infected with this grain. I would rather them die by my sword, by my hand, they're my people, by my hand, versus becoming these undead slaves for this demon. We can all relate to that. Well, some of us can, but anyway. So his heart is in the right place, but it is a turning point for him because of course nobody believes him. People are looking at him going, what are you, crazy? You're gonna go kill all these people? They think he's just slaughtering innocents. He's not, but it is a very cool level. And of course the level consists of you going around and killing and you got to kill x number of people before Malganus does well Malgan or Malganus uh, claims them or whatever and it's a cool level in the game but so so apparently in the new wrath in caverns of time or a spin-off of there will be a new instance where you have to go help Arthas do this the uproar in vent when we heard this from us lore hounds was fanatical. We went <gasps> and gasped for air and went nuts when we heard this. I did because I'm like, oh, wow, that would be so cool. That alone, forget Death Knights, forget getting to 80, forget anything else. That alone is why I'm going to get Wrath. For that instance alone, because I think that is so freaking cool. And again, it's a lore point of view, but it's like, oh, that is so sweet. Especially having played Warcraft 3 and played that level, obviously in a different way, but it'd be so cool to do. So I really hope Liz keeps it 
in in the format that they originally set it up in, and or or to the like or whatever. But I thought that would be so awesome. So I'm very excited for that alone. Screw everything else. I'm excited for that. And some of you may be saying, well, you're, you're an idiot, but there it is. I'm very excited about that. So that's one little thing I wanted to share with you, but it brought up something else. And some of you know this, some of you don't, and I'm pretty sure this is a confirmed fact. Justin Gross. For those who do not know that name, just you know the you know who he is. You just don't recognize the name. Justin Gross is the original voice of Arthas. That is the voice actor who did Arthas in the Warcraft games. You know, Warcraft Three and Frozen Throne. He did the voiceover for it. I've heard, and I believe it. This is a very confirmed fact. He is not. He has not come back to do Arthas for Wrath of the Lich King, for whatever reason. We tried to ask him, and he never answered us. Yes, we did. We we sent him an email and said, Hey, you want to do an interview? And we never heard back. Not really shocked by that, but anyway. So, <laughs> Justin Gross is not coming back to do Arthas. Which, of course, puts us in the Batman spin. Where we're going to have someone else doing the voice. You gotta have someone talking for him. Someone else is going to be doing the voiceover for Arthas. And we all know in our little heart of hearts, it ain't the real voice. So we're going to have to put blinders on and pretend it's the real voice of Arthas. Pretend like, like, like Batman. You know, the Batman movies. There's a new Batman every movie. So we're going to have to do that, which is a little disappointing. And I'm, if anyone, by the way, has like insider info as to why he is not coming back, I'd love to know. Because I'm thinking, what on earth could you have going on that you don't do this? I mean, that's just me, of course, but... Maybe it's something else. Although, here's a little fun fact. Because um, this guy, he's a professional voice actor. So he does voiceovers for a lot of things. He's done it for you know, cartoons and stuff. So here's the funny thing I'm thinking of. You're sitting there one morning watching Saturday morning cartoons, channel surfing, or you got your, your, your son, your daughter, your niece, your nephew, whatever. You're sitting there watching Saturday morning cartoons, and all of a sudden, this little bear comes walking on the screen, and it's the voice of Arthas, though. Wouldn't that be hysterical? Hi, kids. Can you count to eight? <laughs> Blizzard sure can. But anyway, so I just, that's a little neat tidbit. He has done voiceovers for many other games, I believe, and cartoons and, and other things he has done voice acting for. So I just thought that would be fun to hear him, like, you know, talking from you know, Happy Snuggles the Bear. And it's the voice of Arthas. Anyway, so if you happen to know why he did, he decided, if it's out there, um, why he decided not to do Arthas for this, uh, curious. Very curious to know why. But of course, this now has put Blizz, I'm sure, into a dilemma. I'm also sure this is why when you're watching the cinematic, which we talked about on the last show, the fabulous cinematic that they did for Wrath, it isn't Arthas talking. Well, of course, though, if you listen very carefully, you can you can hear him anyway. But it's not it's not Arthas. It's his dad talking and and that's the same guy and it's him talking and i think that was part of the reason is they don't have it i promise you if they had this guy they would have had him saying something so they tweaked it slightly and it worked beautifully it was very cool but you know it, it's kind of like oh man it ain't Arthas. It just ain't him. So I'm really curious to know how they're going to pull this off, who they're going to get to do it, but it does put them in a bit of a dilemma. Well, as always, For the Horde Radio has a solution. Of course we do. We are here to help Blizz. We have taken it upon ourselves to go forth and seek out new talent to fill the role for Arthas. We have taken it upon ourselves to go out and seek new voice actors to who we think 
are brilliant and qualified and could do a fine, a fine close imitation to the original voice actor for Arthas. Now, first, what the first thing I'm going to do, I'm going to play for you. This is actually, this is, this is Justin Gross. This is actually Arthas. This is the voice of Arthas here from Warcraft 3. For the Lich King. Okay, that's him. That's the original voice. So we went out and had some folks do do their audition. And we're here now to play them for you. For the Lich King, y'all. For the Lich King. For the Lich King, man. For the Lich King. 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 Para el Lich Rey. For the Lich King. For the Lich King. For the Lich King. For the We interrupt this sound bite to bring you this word from our sponsor. Zogenflager Elixir is the energy drink of For the Horde Radio and is available at any of your fine general vendors in Azeroth. We now return you to your sound bite already in progress. <laughs> When 900 years old, you reach, scream, for the Lich King, you will! I think we have some fabulous talent there, right there, right there. Blizz can pick, I think, from any one of those, and bam, you got a new Arthas right there. And no one would be the wiser. No one would know. It would be that seamless. But that's just our opinion. Let us know yours. And um, as, a, as an aside, I'd like to give a huge shout out and thanks to everyone in Off the Air Guild who bravely, very, very bravely did those sound bites for us because they didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> I just say, hey, who wants to say this line? And and they stepped up and they, they did the line, but they didn't know what I was doing with it. So for all they do. Ooh, I imagine they've been like wondering all this time, what what is Annie doing with with my voice? What is she doing? <laughs> is this like Little Mermaid? What's going on? So thank you, huge shout out to all you guys. You're the best. That was some awesome, awesome stuff. So wanted to give that little uh, bit for you there. And that's all I have to talk about in this half of the show, really. Um, there hasn't been uh, a whole heck of a lot. I'm finding this out. All of us War World of Warcraft podcasts, well, especially like this one that doesn't talk about anything uh, particular, are kind of running out of things to talk about only because there's nothing new to, to discuss. Because everyone's waiting on Wrath. We're all waiting, and then we'll have something new to discuss. But up until then, nope. 
Uh, it's the same old, same old, and at this point, we pretty much have covered everything. We have covered everything there is to be covered, and have bitched and moaned about that which we don't like, but we just gotta wait a little bit longer, and we will find new things to discuss. We will. Yes, we will. But, on that note, we are gonna go into our second music break. And this is a little ditty that I found, which I'm sure some of you have already heard uh, and have seen. But this is a nice little tribute to all you mages out there. I know why you're grouping with me. I bet you want to get some water out of me. Do I look like a vending machine? No, I'm a fireballin' M-A-G-E. I don't know why you're rolling a priest. Shadow damage can't manage to top me I'm like a ninja with invisibility And then I'll T-E-L-E-P-O-R-T Soon as I join the group they start begging for water Could've dropped a few gold and just gone out and bought it But now they got a mate so you know that nobody brought it It's a good thing I got two full bag spaces allotted Because I'm cooking that more biscuits than a buskin' Joe Just so our tank can get a couple more cinnamon rolls Arcane intellect for everyone so they should know But now I'm out of mana and they're already ready to go They like my sheep, they like my water and my conjured bread And now my pants are rocking out some kind of mystic bread Frosting over your ass and pyroblast until you end up dead So when you lose all of your duels go QQ in your baby bed Epic robes are rolling those and rock the DPS As far as CC goes my crowd controls are all the best Class choices should be simple, can't you see? You're rolling with me, you better roll an M-A-G-E when we're heading down the ghouls, you know that I'm the man Heal me please cause I'm MT tank and crush by your hand Spell steal the shield every time like it was planned No one else could withstand his brand of pain, don't you understand? Give them elemental pets and now they're overpowered Shut up Jamie, overpowered, you know all about it Every time I cast a spell at you, your totem's grounded They get in my way when I run flags, I blink around them The entire set of spellfire, oh yeah I bought it Cold snapping eyes block, yeah you know I got it Every new ally I see is gonna get one-shotted If you don't know how to spec, you should just go top on it I love my teleport, but I think that I've had enough I'm in Undercity, will you port me up to Thunderbluff? Class choices should be simple, can't you see? You rolling with me, you better roll an M-A-G-E I don't know why you're rolling a priest Shadow damage can't manage the top me I'm like a ninja with invisibility And then I'll T-E-L-E-P-O-R-T I know why you're grouping with me I bet you wanna get some water out of me Do I look like a vending machine? No, I'm a fireballin' M-A-G-E In Hollywood they say there's no business like show business Up in the major skill, we say There's no business like H2O business You know what I'm talking about, dog? Yeah M-A-G-E by Nim. Yes, many of you know Nim. Nim has got... Nim of Mad Cow Studios, who has got some awesome stuff. Awesome vids, and just really eerily talented when it comes to that sort of thing. <laughs> In uh, redoing lyrics like that to, to fit WOW, which is even more impressive, I think. But definitely check out Nim. He's got awesome videos to go with the awesome songs, and we enjoy playing them here. And now we lead into our 1-2-Z punch. Yes. Yes, we do. And we will start off with our undead Zog and his blog. 
is up. Give us the blog, man. Don't make us come and get it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to to what am I talking about here? Ah, uh, ah, uh, uh, I need some more beer. Welcome to Brewfest. I mean Zagwa. That's that's the word of Zagwa. Uh, and so, our Sam Anyways, around this time last year, I was but a wee noobling, first making my adventures out through the wonderful world of Azeroth. Nothing much has really changed. I'm still just as lost and don't really know where I'm going. And to as sad as this is to admit. I still haven't reached 70. Oh, it is a shame, it is a shame that I haven't reached this level yet. Oh, I'm not 70, there's no endgame content. <sighs> Look, I, I don't have the time that a lot of you kids have out there in stuff. And, oh, this is some really good Zog and Flogger Alexa. <laughs> anyway. I was looking at the talents for Wrath of the Lich King when it suddenly dawned on me that they suck. I mean, none of them really have all that much of an attraction to new talents. Most of them are pretty pathetic, I must say. I mean, especially the ones that are meant to be the new endgame talents that you get when you max out a talent bar. These things are pathetic. They are weak, they aren't big, They're, it's like priests and having a life well or what a light well or whatever you want to call it. It's useless, pointless, it doesn't help you in any way, why did you come up with it? I, uh, I mean, not, uh, this is something I've, I've noticed recently. Blizzard is having a hell of a time debuffing warlocks. Now. All of you are going to go tell me that, you know, Zog, all classes get debuffed. I don't want to hear it. Warlocks have been getting debuffed. We've been getting absolutely butchered. They took away our spell of shadows. They took away our curse of shadows. Did we have any sort of compensation for this? No. None. Zip. Zero. Nothing. Zilch. Non-existent. Nothing. We... I suddenly logged on one day to World of Warcraft to find that my Curse of Shadows is no longer existing. Thanks, Blizzard. <sighs> I... Uh, I need a run. <laughs> now about this whole brewfest thing. I... I've never been drunk before. And, and, and wow, drinking was never really my thing. But it, it was like one in the morning. And these guys, and they, they look cool. They look couple of the big green one it's kind of fuzzy right now I can't really there was a big green one and a, and a, and a blue guy he, he was he was super tall and, and they're like you have to try some of this and I was thinking no no I, I don't drink I don't drink but man I was so wrong this stuff is so good I mean who would even think that as an adult I'd even be able to get drunk I mean I don't I don't even have intestines what well, how's the alcohol getting to my brain? That's another thing, too. My brain is already half dead. I mean, who'd have, who'd have thought that 
that I could get drunk, but and, and I, I don't now don't get me wrong, I, I'm not drunk. I'm I'm not I'm not what I'm okay. I'm I'm not drunk. Anyways, it's been a frustrating experience for me being still leveling at this at this rate. I realize that I probably won't even have ha have Zog Hemendy by the time Wrath of the Lich King comes out. This is immensely frustrating because I don't get the satisfaction that everyone else has not having to level anymore. And now I have to level to 80. Why? Oh, sometimes I think that life hates me. Well, it does hate me. I'm undead. I'm a freak of nature, you know. It's actually, when you think about it, it's kind of hard to believe that druids even socialize with us when it comes down to it. I mean, I, I like it was amazing that they even let me into, you know, Thunder Bluff when, you know, I kind of spit on their whole nature thingy. Like, you know, they they eat cud and the grass I walk on turns into rot instantly. Didn't really see the friendship coming. But anyways, the good side of this is that I will win... Uh, I'm gonna take another sip of beer. Oh, there we go. When Wrath of the Lich King comes out, I've come to realize that one of the most beneficial things that could happen, and although I still have to level, no one will be in the Outlands anymore. Everyone will want to go to Northrend, oh magical Northrend. But not me, because you see, I am smart. Because Lagtra or, for those of you with super good computers that I totally envy, Shatra, which is usually completely jam-packed with people to the point of it being ridiculous and resembling a KISS concert, there will be nobody there. It's a wonderful thing because perhaps then I could finally walk around and grab the quests in Shatra so I could finally gain some reputation with the Aldor and finally gain some reputation with the, sh with the Shatar and, I don't know, just actually see the city without disconnecting and get quests and cool and level and stop. So, and you know, it, it will be so much easier to, you know, go around and do quests and, you know, bosses and everything. It would just be so much easier to get around because everybody will be in Northrend. Beautiful. But at the same time, I'm really angry. Like, uh, kind of angry. Not the, not the angry that Zaki's I'm angry. And I'm, what I'm angry about is I'm angry about the server population. Now, most servers are absolutely jammed to the brim with people these days, and you can hardly even see your own feet, even though it's a computer game. But I've noticed that the Outlands are, with the exception of that, everything else is completely and totally empty. I can't find a group to do anything. I, I have, it is, uh, I can't find someone to, you know, give me the time. You know, it's so it's so crazy that even the NPCs don't want to talk. Even they're busy. What's up with that? Ugh, it's ridiculous. How am I supposed to hit 70 when no one is around? I mean, apparently they're all going on raids and so on and so forth. But I never see them. Ever. And trust me, I've been doing my best to get the level. I'm only at level 64. My wrist bar has depleted. This is a brutal experience, and and I'm going crazy. Yeah, Steve, another Zoggin' Flogger. Yeah. 
Anyways, I'm yeah, Bruce Rest. Um, getting drunk. I'm not drunk. Remember, I'm not drunk. Um, the alcohol and and the experience of being a Bruce and the little side quests and the fun and the wobble thingy thingies that only appear when I'm drunk. Hello, I mean, but yes, the little creatures and all the little cute little add-on things that you can get when you do the quest. I find them very enjoyable, I must say. And I'm still looking to get Kodo mount, but as of, you know, so far, I'm able to find a grim for anything. <laughs> so, I guess that's all I have to say for now. Hopefully, in the near future, once the wonderful All Hallows Eve, or whatever you want to call it, rolls by, maybe, maybe I'll be sober enough to give a better, to give a better vlog, but, uh, right now, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna enjoy this beer. Uh, what's my, what, what's my exit line again, guys? I can't remember. Oh, yeah. Strength and honor for the horde. And we thank Zog for that. We we hope he has some coffee going there and uh, some gnome stirred coffee, and uh, yeah, it's a little sober by next show. But anyway, thank you, Zog, for your blog. And it leads us into our second half of our one two Z punch of this section of the show, our double Zs. And now we bring you Grandmaster Mod Z himself. Picture this. You're hanging out in Thunder Bluff or Orgrimmar, minding your own business, when up in general chat comes, Some blankety-blank warrior is attacking Crossroads. Please help. You think about it for a moment and decide that you could go for some PvP, so you fly there to help. Upon landing, you find the Smeghead laying waste to all the lower-level characters. Skeletons abound. You take a look at the alley and see that the two of you are somewhat evenly matched. You charge in. The fight is tremendous. You're dodging and weaving, getting some good hits in, but you're also getting hit. So you need to check how your health is doing versus the Alliance player. Stop. Were your eyes about to go to the upper left of your screen? Well, why? Both characters are in the center of the screen. Wouldn't it make more sense to have both your health and your enemy's health right where all the action is? Well, it's with that thought in mind that I give you Arc HUD 2. Now, some of you may have heard of this mod already and are smiling smugly. The rest of you are probably scratching your heads and saying, Arc what? Arc HUD 2 is a simple but very powerful add-on. When you install Arc HUD 2, you will gain a set of colored arced bars around your character. Now, that doesn't sound like a whole lot, does it? but these bars will save your tail, believe me. They show your health, mana, breath, if you're underwater, of course, and they can also deplete or fill when you are casting a spell. But not only will they show you your information, they'll show you your enemy's information as well, and if you're a hunter or a warlock, your pet or minion's information will be in a set of smaller bars. Further, you can also tell Arkhud 2 to fade and disappear when all the bars are full so it doesn't clutter up your screen. Now, I know this sounds confusing, but it really isn't. Once you run with Arkhud 2 for about 10 minutes, you'll wonder how you survived without it. It really makes that much of a difference. The other mod I'm reviewing this time around has a small but fiercely loyal following. Sometimes. 
Okay, often. You want to upgrade your equipment. You've been wearing that leather armor for five levels, and you're starting to stink in it. You check the auction house, but either everything is overpriced, or they just don't have what you need. You could go calling out to the trade channel, Hey! Anybody got any sweet leather armor they want to get rid of? But you'll either get Chuck Norris jokes, responses of, I can has a cheeseburger? Or people suggesting that you and your parents had relations. Who really wants to put up with that? It's like wrestling with a pig. You both get dirty, and the pig likes it. No. The much better solution is to turn to your guildmates. Often you can get great deals from them at just the cost of materials. But how do you know who can make that uber-cooled leather chest piece? Well, those of you who have been listening know I never talk about a problem without already knowing an add-on to fix it. Most of you are probably muttering right now, Enough with the lead-up, Zath! Tell us this new mod to install already! Well, fine. It's called Craft List 2. And yes, the 2 is important. Craft List 2 makes a record of what your guildmates can create. To query the add-on, you simply type in guild chat exclamation mark craft and then a keyword. If any of your guildmates are running it, it will spit back a response to you in a whisper. Examples could be general, like craft boot or craft leather, or they could be specific, like craft frost oil. But don't worry, gem crafters and enchanters, you haven't been left out either. If someone wants to see what you can make, they use exclamation mark gem or exclamation mark enchant, followed by their search words. Now a couple of things you'll notice when you first start using Craftlist 2. One, it's fast, and I mean lightning fast. Two, it starts out dumb, but the more you use it, the smarter it gets. When you first load it up, you should open all your professions for five seconds so that it can see what you can make. 3. It remembers every response it gets. This means it learns what your guildmates can do. Before you know it, it's spitting out responses for guildmates who aren't even online. 4. And this is probably the most important. I've been running it for a year and a half, and I haven't noticed a single slowdown at all. If either of these add-ons sound like something you would like, head on over to wowace.com to download them. This has been Zathras with your tri-weekly add-on tip, reminding you that the answer to life, the universe, and everything is 42. Cool stuff. I got to check those out. Thank you very much, Grandmaster Z, for your add-on tips. And now it's time for... Who the hell is this? Email. Email, that's right. Yes. We have a who the hell is this email that we have received. And we are going to read it to you now and perhaps find out... Who the hell is this? And the subject line of this email read as random insult generator. Who the hell could, re could write something like that? We will soon find out because the email itself reads... For Blood Elves, up yours, you over-tanned, mana-addicted buttock. For the Lord! So Who the hell would send that? But yes. we don't know. What the hell kind of person would do this? Who the hell is this? If this sounds familiar to you and you would like to tell us who the hell this is, please write in and let us know. Who the hell this is? But that's not all we have for you in this fine segment of... Who the hell is this? No, we have more, because we also have a phone call. Why hello there, troll and torn alike. I just have one very simple question for you now. Who the hell am I? 
Oh, hi. I listen to your show. And y'all think you're clever with your short phone calls and your text messages. But can y'all deal with poorly done accents? I think not. Who the hell sent the phone call, I wonder? Now, there is just something I would like to clarify here, which seems to get a little confusing. Uh, our whole premise of who the hell this is, or who the hell this is... Uh, who the hell is this? That, that's what I <laughs> say. Is not for us to figure out who the hell this is. It's for you guys to tell us who the hell this is. So. Who the hell is this? Who the hell is this? If you know who the hell this is, let us know. And we will give out fabulous prizes as we always do here at For the Horde Radio. But thank you both to both of our contestants this time for playing. Who the hell is this? And out of that into this, we have a phone call, which we do know who the hell this is from, because this is from our buddy Precaution. Hi, Auntie Ed and Mr. Mukio. It's Precaution, yet again. I wanted to call in earlier, but alas, I'm in university now, and calling into a podcast when you have to be in a theater class in less than 15 is probably a bad idea. First off, I wanted to say thanks. I can't even start to tell you guys how great you are not only for the laughs and hours of amusement I get from you guys every three weeks, but for giving the Horde, and oftentimes even Alliance, a place to gather, share stories, and be amused. <laughs> Thanks, and, and much love, guys, to you and all your guests, callers, and emailers. Panties. A community isn't a community without people, right? I also wanted to say thanks for the show from my girlfriend. It just so happens that she was sitting beside me as I listened to it. <laughs> I think Red of the Beat is an understatement. All right, all right, enough rambling. So there I was. Finally walking my bovine butt through the dark port. My baby warrior had finally reached Outlands. After grinding up to 60 and still in winter spring, I fly to Thromar and pick up the quest to charge you out to the baked landscape of Hellfire Peninsula and get crushed by the Thaw Reaper. So Zog, wherever you are, I know this is your revenge and just wait. You won't know where, oh you won't know when, but you're going to have a friendly chat with Doomwalker. Watch your back, Warlock. After that, I proceeded to do Boiling Blood in like three seconds, because I love that quest. Not to mention that when your girlfriend's level 70 druid is being dual climbed to fall behind you, it makes life eight times easier, but whatever. I mean, it's not like I'm boxing or using a bot, right? In other news, I picked up a book recently. Unfortunately, it was not a pop-up book, nor was it a coloring book. While this broke my heart, I did have a good time reading it. But if you dislike intellectual stuff, cover yours right now. Covered? Good. The title of the book is Digital Culture play and identity a world of warcraft reader aw ye simply put this is no strategy guide or add-on helper although i do plan to marry the actress oh yeah baby it's a book put together by professors researchers and graduate students who form their own guild with the true ones in the book they focus on researching the impact of mmorpgs and all that fun stuff not in a negative light or a positive light but all the spiffy ways that make you go holy ish i do do that Every chapter is put together by a different person, and each chapter looks at how WoW can be used and viewed from every aspect of life. From making money in the stock market, to uh, how you compare the game to World War One. It's an interesting read, and you guys should buy it, because spending money is good. I'm almost done. Promise. I've been PvPing on my Shaman a lot, and after building myself a full set of resilience slash PvP gear, I understand why PvP is so freaking amazing. And I hated it for so long. To all you haters of PvP, get some resilience. More resil means you don't get critically hit and you take less damage. I mean, how easy is that? And this is coming from a guy who hated PvP until like a month ago. Alright, finally, 
When Wrath of Lich King comes out, I will most likely start my own guild as soon as I can get my hands on the expansion. So if you've ever played with me before as either Precaution the Shaman, Premade the Warrior, or Scurvius, the tuxedo-wearing cannibalistic bank alt, look me up. I plan on 10-manning it to Arthas, taking Frostmoor from him, and then beating him to death with it. So look out for that. Also, I'm looking to, for some good grinding, cresting beats of any genre of music, so suggestions would be awesome. Alright, dragged on long enough. Thanks to everyone that bothers to listen to that, and much love to my girlfriend for letting me use her druid, and for sticking by me, even though I'm off in university. Props to Aquina. Bye, guys. Thank you very much for sending that. And God, that must have cost a small fortune. Oh, it would have had to. <laughs> oh, my God. We thank you, and we hope uh, college life is going well for you. I, I gotta know, I mean, what's what's up with the whole boiling blood thing, man? Um, you're the only person I've heard of that really likes that. Yeah. And, um, you know, I'm sure that, you know, you probably should seek some professional help for that, but, you know, that's for another show, I guess. Um, but the fact that you got through it, hey, rock on for you. You know, there should be, and Blizz should have a title for that. You know, completed boiling blood. Absolutely. But, uh, and also, thank you for the little insider tip on PvP, because I hate PvP. And it's kind of good to know that, gee, it's just that little resilience thing. If you get that up to speed, everything else is better. So I kind of like, that's like, all right, I, I will definitely try to give that a, a shot here. That's cool, because, you know, hey, when, once you hit 70, you're either, you're either farming gold or farming other stuff you know, <laughs> while, you're, while you're waiting on wrath so you know hey it's it's good to know you can go in get some honor get some gear you know get your resilience up and you know rule the battlegrounds and get those welfare epics there you go and i'm all down for the government epics yeah as far as suggestion of music see i don't listen to music anymore while i play wow just because my my it, it can't handle it my poor little machine just can't take it uh i am in danger of crashing if i try so i'm not the best person to ask however i uh, will put it out to the listeners and see what their suggestions is some kind of techno or what do you enjoy listening to while you're kind of running around playing out there yeah i mean everybody kind of knows what i listen to because i mentioned it on our uh extravaganza but i'll just throw this one out here um uh shaman magic and off the air uh threw this one out at me and um uh it's a group on myspace i mean obviously they have you know their own stuff out there i mean and it's available but it's a group called pelican <laughs> and it's um pretty much just instrumental stuff no vocals which you know can be nice but uh really it can I think in Battlegrounds and doing PvP, it would definitely fit the bill because it's, you know, detuned guitars and very crunchy, very, but, you know, kind of, there's some melody in there, too, so it's kind of neat. So, uh, Sham turned me on to that, so, you know, there's some coolness there. Cool. Yeah, that and, you know, anything that kind of, you know, gets your motor running, so to speak. You know, re I found reggae is not the music to listen to, you know, <laughs> while you're, you know, trying to destroy things. <laughs> but, you know, really, I think it's just whatever, you know, whatever you enjoy, whatever keeps you moving. But thank you very much for calling in, and we hope everything's going good for you. Yeah. And now it is time for the... Reading of the Yes. So we got emails in, which oh, is yes, which, which is odd because we usually don't get any. 
No, we hardly ever get any emails. So this Seriously. is great. We got a lot of nice emails happening yeah. here. So the first one comes to us from Tobias, who says, Hi, I'm a big fan of this uh, pod, but can you guys take the question of how to get 5000 you know, how to buy an Epic Flying Mount? And he says, you know, for modes on my server, it's really low, and he's on Spinebreaker. Um, how to get 5000 um, dailies, dailies, daily, dailies, yeah, dailies, until you know, f- you know, kill the crackhead elves and get their mana residue. You know, you just got, you're gonna have to camp out on uh, Isla Keldonis for about a month. <laughs> well, there are other dailies besides the island. The island has the most uh, concentration of them. Obviously. True. I mean, yeah, there are other, there are others. There out are there. scattered out there. Um, if you kind of get a little nauseated with the island, which I think some people do. I know I have. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, that's like the biggest group of them together. You can just bang them out in like an hour or something. Yeah, and there's a, there are a couple over in Hellfire. There's some uh, Hellfire. There's yeah. some um, the Fishing Daily, which is always a fun one if your fishing is up to speed. Yeah, never done the Fishing Daily. I have. It's actually, it's not bad. It's very low-key. Mm-hmm. For those who, you know, you don't have to kill anything. You just got to go fish. But you have to fish a certain fish. Oh, and it's lovely. different each time. Oh god! So oh. it's it's actually a little different, and I like that. But yeah, there's a bunch of dailies. Yeah, there's the cooking. I think the cooking daily. Oh, that so, one I don't even know about. Yeah, I've heard I've heard about a cooking daily. I don't know, Ooh. you know, about the veracity of that, but you know, I've heard it's out there. All so. right. But yeah, so there's a couple other ways, and I know sometimes the moats just don't sell, and sometimes they sell, and it's far too much, but. There are other ways. I know it's it's a hard grind, but it can be done. I haven't done it myself yet, but it can be done. Other people have, and we know you can too. But yes. if anyone has any suggestions on a, a less painful way other than dailies, please let us know, and we will pass that on. There you go. And just uh, this goes without saying, but I'll say it anyway. Don't buy the gold. Don't. Do not fall into that. Don't do it. I know it's hard, but don't do it. Don't. You will feel so much better if you get that mount legitimately. Yes, you will. Damn it. Damn it. Yes. Damn it. And we have spoken. We have. There we are. And thank you very much for sending it in. Yeah. We have an email from Death Silence on the Blackwing Lair, who says hi again, Auntie Ed and Big V. Death Silence here again with another tale from the Blackwing Lair server. Well, after playing Death Silence for a while and getting some money from dailies, his new 70-ness wore off. So I decided to play one of my alts, my little baby Destro Locke by the name of Pain of Death. Are we seeing a pattern in these names? Just turned 27, and my succubus just got seduced, and I was itching to try it out. I landed in Taran Mill and trekked to the human farm settlement to the far left of Hillsbrand. I was doing the 25 human skull quest at the time, and glad that they were human skulls, I detest humans. And as I neared the settlement, a local defense message popped up. Be on the lookout for a 29 twink dwarf rogue. She's out for blood. Thinking nothing of it, I meant to slay humans for their squishy bits, when the very rogue thought it clever to kill me. She cheap-shotted me, and I thought it was over, until my succubus saved my life and seduced her at the last second. I turned, bandaged, and killed the dwarf without a thought of mercy. P.S. 
from what I hear about Wrath of the Lich King, we will be getting, drumroll, shotgun mounts. Yes, that's right. A mount that seats multiple people. And Big V is going to be sad that he gave up engineering because they can build a motor freaking cycle. And unlike the Ropelcopters, this looks like a well-put-together Harley Davidson with a shotgun cart. I cry for you, Big V. No room, room for you. See you guys in Wrath. For the Horde, your loyal listener and resident bunny killer, Death Silence, Pain of Death on the Blackwing Lighter server. Resident bunny killer? Yeah. Shut up. No, that's awesome. No, it's not. That's terrible. No, what's terrible about it? No, you know, we're not even going to get into that. We're not going to get but into no, that. We just, already... hey, just, just, you know, hey, Death Silence, rock on for you for slaying the bunnies. You rule. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, rock and kill Yeah, even though you're poking the cow with the whole engineering thing. Okay, but it would be really sweet to have, you know, a motorcycle mount. <laughs> I say it only would work if you're, if leather workers are able to make the jackets to go with. <laughs> Sorry. How about, yeah, how about the chaps? Come on. Yeah, exactly. So. Do you see a blood? Yeah, come on, a blood elf and the chaps. Come on. It'd either be the hottest thing in the world, or just you know the YMCA. You know. <laughs> but that's a great story. I love it when it turns around like that. Oh, isn't that awesome? That is awesome. So I'm glad you're succubus, even though I I do protest on behalf of the females who play this game. I would like to see the male-type version of that. Thank yeah. you. Something. I would like to see the, the Chippendale bus out there uh, for us ladies, but that's another story. However, that is very cool, and I'm glad you did it without mercy, because it seems like this was a person who just wanted to go around and screw with everybody Oh yeah. while they were trying to do their quest. But again, I can't handle the PvP. Good for you. Good for you, because I cannot do a PvP. But thank you for <laughs> sending that in. So we get an email from our buddy Jeb Doe who says, Hey there, Annie Ed, and of course, our resonant stake on a stick, Big V. I just finished episode 23, and I gotta say, you guys are still going strong. You'd think that you'd run out of things to complain about eventually, but it would seem that in some departments, Blizzard will never fail to deliver. I'm very happy to learn that you are also, like me, smart enough to explore Old Hillsbrad foothills, and it is indeed a treasure trove of orgasms in a box. Yes, indeed. South Sure was the best part, of course, and the conversation Nat Pagel has with the person standing next to him is quite funny, and I like you. Give kudos to Blizzard. I also won't reveal the goings on within the South Shore Inn, although I had planned to. And Ed is right. Y'all should go watch it for yourself. If y'all don't know Nat, he's the guy you, you gotta go to level your fishing past 225. But the reason I mention Old Hills Brad is because of the disguise. Yes, the disguise you must wear in order to not mess with the space-time continuum. If you're playing on as I have, you must also wear a disguise if you're a Drana or a Night Elf, and I think Dwarves as well, though I'm not as sure about the Dwarves, you must wear a human disguise. This makes sense, since during the time of these events, these races were not only not part of the Alliance, but they were nowhere near Lordaeron. The exceptions to this rule include humans, obviously, and gnomes. I guess gnomes were part of the Alliance at that time. Go figure. If they were not, then Blizz is just throwing them in our face some more. Ugh. So, Old Hills Brad and his loriness. If anyone out there hasn't yet read Lord of the Clans, 
they should definitely do so soon. It's the story of Thrall from birth up to his escape from Dunghold, previously known as Durnhold, and the creation of the New Horde. The New Horde would happen to be the one we are currently a part of, with the Old Horde being the one that invaded Azeroth. The Old Horde still exists thanks to Magtheridon and his Felhargs, but I digress. The reason I bring this up is because Thrall's love interest is really quite an interesting part of the story, and this book itself contains quite a fair bit of well-written drama. Teretha, the name you could not remember, is a human. This, of course, adds up to the adds to the drama quite a bit. On a final note, before shutting up, I wonder aloud, or in text, if this episode's contestant on who the hell is this will leave you guys hanging a bit longer than the others. That is, of course, if there will be a new contestant by episode 24. It also would be kind of cool if you guys actually managed to figure out who it is, lol. Not that it would be easy. My best regards, and my best barbecue sauce ready on hand, Jebdo. You know, I'll tell you, I love the Old Hills Brad stuff. I mean, it's just the coolest. Now, the Thrall quest, you know, getting him out of Durnhold is just dreadful. Mm -hmm. But I love just going through there. I mean, even though you're human, I mean, that kind of stinks. But, you know, the fact that you've gone back in time like that and you get to go back and see some of the lore as it's happening is really kind of cool. But, you know, the one part of that, I mean, that Pagel is cool and, you know, all the other stuff going on at the end is awesome. But the one that I really like is when you get over to um, Terran Mill and you go in the stables and there's Blanche. Now, isn't that an alliance? Blanche is a, Blanche is alliance, yes. Okay. It's it's one of the first quests you get out in uh, Westfall. Okay. And, you know, there are these two people just standing there with their old broken down horse and, you know, they wind up giving you Blanche's feed bag as a, a quest reward. You gotta go find some dipsticks watch or something like that. Oh, how nice. Uh, yeah, and you know, it, as I recall, the quest is not easy. Um, I remember this back from my days as uh, you know the priest, and also when I was doing uh, UC Horde as a uh, ah. as a paladin. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they have Blanche in the stable, so it's just you know, a nice. I guess you could call it an Easter egg. Not maybe not so much, but it's just a nice little boom. There you go. Touch. But yeah, just really, that's a cool little bit of uh, of lore. That they got going in there. Nice continuity. Absolutely, yeah. I love Old Hills Brand for that, not for Thrall. No, I've Thrall. already uh, yeah. expressed my uh, opinion upon that. But anyway, but thank you very much for sending that in, Jeb. Yeah, good stuff. Very cool. We have an email. It says, Hi, my name is Amblos. I am an undead rogue, and me and my sister, Saigon, listen to your show all the time. On the Anvil Mars server, me and a few of my friends play the Horde side and even have a guild going. This idea was an idea that has been passed as a joke for a long time with me and my friends and maybe even other people out there have had the same thought. Rogues have the ability to kick, literally. So why is it that when you kick a gnome, it is still the same? Why can't it change to gnome punting instead? Also, I wanted to ask if I could do a shout-out to all my friends in Knights of Arthas, including Beware of Horde, Saigon, Trakars, and Siren. Thank you for your time. And thank you for sending that in. I agree. It should be gnome punting, but no, they won't change. Yeah. Now, tell me, what... Ha okay, when you've got the rogue going, 
Yes. What happens when he does kick? When he does the ability kick, what what does he do? He, well, the, the blood elf male, I think it's mm-hmm. different for all, you mm-hmm. know, rogues out there. But he does uh, the kick where he does the spin kick. Oh, okay. His leg flies up into, it flies up in the face and does the spin kick. Okay. For the gnomes, and I know this because, well, sorry, but I did play a gnome rogue at uh-huh. one point. Their kick, they actually do a backflip. Do they? They do. And it's just like they just flip around and it's like, you know, it's a it's a backflip. <laughs> but it's in place. So it's not like, you know, uh, this, you know, leaping, flipping gymnastic thing. It's just, you know, they launch themselves up in the air, kick and land on their feet in the same place. It's really kind of funny. <laughs> okay. Well, they have to. They can't reach like the person's face. I mean, I think that's kind of the uh, the point of it. You're not kicking them in the shin. You're no, kicking uh, them right yeah, ahead. Yeah, I think, well, the gnome's not catching this much air, so I don't think we're quite getting that f- heading that far north. <laughs> oh, okay so, then. Yeah. All right. Well, that was just a thought. But thank you very much for sending that in. Yeah. And we get an email from a Kluji who writes, Hi, Annie, Ed, and Big V. I love the podcast. I wish I found out about this pod a year ago because I would have loved to jo- have joined you guys when you were gnomes and annoying the Alliance. Listen to that podcast. Put a smile on my face. Just wanted to say to you guys, great job and keep up the work. I'd like to give a shout out to a couple of people, Zenergul, Blade Furry, Dredney, Dura, and the rest of the generals in the Faithful Horde Guild on the Argent Dawn server. Can't wait for the next episode. A Kluji. All right. Thanks for writing Thank in. Thank you. And yeah. And I'm sorry. I'm pretty sure that I butchered um, not only your name, but, you know, the people in your guild. So, sorry, but... <laughs> Hey, it happens. Yeah. <laughs> Send a pronunciation guide if you would. Otherwise, yeah. <laughs> we're just going to make it up the, as we go. Otherwise, you're at the mercy of our pronunciation. <laughs> and it's not that good. So. But thank you very much for sending that in. We have an email from Sneak Illa, an undead rogue in training on the Mandaron server, who writes, Hey, guys. My Lord Sauron of the Mandaron server dispatched me to aid Executor Zygod of Brill in eliminating a particularly nasty gnoll named Magadai. From what I was told at the time, he inhabits a farm known as Garen's Haunt in northern Tribal Glades. Why someone would want that dilapidated piece of land is beyond me. The only thing that seems to grow out there is doom and gloomweed. What a happy little place that must be. It seems to me that for some reason the Forsaken got it in their undead brains that they need to reclaim that particular parcel, and they think that by removing the Gnoll leader, the remaining rot hides will go away. There's some major brain power output going on there, but I digress. As I neared the farm, I noticed a number of disgusting knoll sentries outside a hut at the farm. I assumed that Magadai was inside, and in order to get him, I would have to eliminate these sentries. So I went to work. I slowly and carefully removed each sentry, providing me direct access to Magadai himself. Before moving on, I had to take a break and drank some Buddy Brains, the official energy drink of the undead. After all, I need to replenish my energy. With renewed vigor, I crept into the hut and found Magadai grunting over some document that had to do with a number of graves robbed over the last month. What the hell are these rot hides doing with the bodies they dig up? Can someone answer that for me? We don't want to think about that too much, but anyway. No, not so much. No, no. Anyway, he continues. Oh, well, I thought to myself, perfect. 
Mag and I won't even notice the loss of his unnatural life. I tiptoed up behind him and was about to backstab the beast when out of nowhere, blam, fireball hit Mag and I full force, draining most of his life and taking away the glory of my kill. While I was busting my hump, this little cloth-wearing bozo waited for me to remove all the obstacles and decided to ninja my target. I was livid. How uncouth. So, I want to give a huge call-out to Nooker on the Mandaron server for being a lazy cloth-wearing SOB who waited for me to do the dirty work, which allowed him to ninja my mob. I think he's an undercover alliance. I hope to see you soon, and I want to say you are the best. Your humble servant, Sneakilla, rogue on Mandron server. God, I hate that. Oh man, I, I, yeah. I, if I had a dime for every time that I that that's happened, I mean, I would be. Uh, I would already have like a dragon mount by now. Yeah, for really some reason. Too. Yeah, and plus that Magadai is not an easy quest for you know that level. I mean, no. I've done it a few times, and guys, dreadful. Yeah, it is. I mean, duh. I, well, you know what? Someone like that, it'll, it, what goes around comes around, or at least you hope it does. And you hope you're the one it comes around to to give it back. Absolutely. But thank you for sending that in. And to Nooker, you suck. Anyway. Yeah. I, I think that just sums it up. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, look at the guy's name. I mean, that kind of says it all right there. I think so. I think yeah. so. Absolutely. Yeah. But Nooker, if you're listening, we're watching. Yes, we are. We're waiting. And, so. and we're going to aggro some something on you. But anyway. That's right. I mean, <laughs> it may not be big and scary. It might just be annoying. But, hey, we'll do it. And, and we will enjoy it, too. Indeed. So we get one from... Thaddeus Lump. He says, just found your podcast at the end of August because the kids got me an iPod for my birthday. Hey, rock on for your kids, man. <laughs> so I've been listening to all your back episodes because I love them so very much. Just wanted to comment on a statement from several shows back where Annie Ed mentioned the TV personality. You said, wouldn't it be funny to know who played in your lives? Well, now my family knows a cardiac surgeon who does. My nephew and sister, both of whom I addicted, had to go in for a pre-surgery consultation, got to chatting, and discovered that we all play. Had half an hour conversation about WoW, and now the surgery was just a little less scary for my nephew. So WoW helps in real life, too. So, hey to you all and to my favorite cow, the Big V, for the Horde Radio rocks. Thaddeus Lump. That that's, is just cool. That's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, that is good stuff. I, I gotta wonder, though, um, especially for, like, a, a cardiac surgeon. Like, does he slip on the job? While he, does he, like, shout out things, like, <laughs> WoW-related while he's operating? That would make me a little nervous. But other than that, all right, I'm gonna tank the heart, and uh, you go and put DPS. More dots, more dots. <laughs> he's, he's yelling at the perfusionist. <laughs> I need more dots. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, that is awesome. Um, that yeah, is that's so cool. That's fantastic, and I'm glad that you know it made the whole ordeal you know less scary for your nephew. I mean, that's just you know that's kind of the human that's the human connection you can get through this game, and it just goes to show once again that on the other end of every character is a person. Yep. So, so just so think, cool, huh? you know, before you gank that alliance, you know, he may be doing your colonoscopy tomorrow, so be nice. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway. Um, 
Here's one from Jillian who writes, Although the comm system on Exodar hasn't been right for some time, the girls and the girls and I like to listen to your show when we can. It pained me, however, to hear you question the merits of jewel crafting. I'm only level 12 and already have seen some benefit and made a small profit from my creations. Besides, just because we have the horns and the hooves doesn't mean we don't like shiny, pretty things. This I thought you of all people would understand. Alas, if only I could send you one of my plus one rings of intelligence. But sadly, this world requires us to be bitter enemies. Regretfully, Jillian. Yeah, um, I would love to have one of your rings of intelligence, but I've got to kill you on sight now. But that's okay, because I'll just take it from you then. But thank you for setting that in. Yeah, so <laughs> thanks. And, you know, I'm sure that jewel crafting is, there is, there's a place for it. I know there is. Um, I'm just, uh, I just haven't delved into it, you know, far enough to see. So maybe I'll check it out on an alt sometime. And we have an email from, I love this, from Nancy Druid on the <laughs> Dune Mall server. Oh, that is great. I love that. That is an awesome name. Who writes, Dear Andy, Ed, and Big V, first of all, I have to say the show is rather awesome. I listen on my iPod at work, and I'm always getting strange looks from the people I work with as I make funny faces trying not to laugh out loud. Needless to say, they all think I'm horribly strange now. Not that I'm not, but I usually wait till I know someone to expose them to the weird. I'd also like to give a big shout out to all the guys on Broken Aegis. They have helped me through instances and quests and any of my stupid questions. I have so many butt cheek of the week moments, but I really don't fancy embarrassing myself right now. I'd also like to give a moo out to Yuzuri, formerly a Broken Aegis, as my bovine partner in crime and good friend through many times, even though we've never met in real life. Sorry the email's been so short and jumpy, I've been drinking too much caffeine. And I'm running around like that stupid non-combat chocobo pet. <laughs> keep broadcasting and we'll keep listening. And that is from Nancy Druid on Duel Mall. Thank you very much for sending that in. <laughs> That's, That's good stuff, and I love the name. Oh, the name is awesome. Probably a lot of folks won't get it. I don't think, uh, I think it's more of an, an our generation type thing. Yeah, I think it may be. Uh, so some of you guys may be going, huh? But yeah. to those who get it, chuckle along. There you go. Now... We get an email now from our buddy Iggy of the Forged in Blood Guild on the Duskwood server. And I just got to read out his subject line because this is probably not too far off the uh, off the real truth. And the subject line was, Big V pull the giant double question mark text boss and wipes the raid. And he had quickly faked your own death to escape the repair bill. Yeah, that's about right. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll yep. sing along with that. Absolutely. <laughs> and Iggy writes, Hey, Annie Ed and Grande Baca, which, you know, for those of you that speak Spanish, means big cow. Hey, sorry I didn't mail you guys anything for the last show. I ran out of wow time, so there wasn't much to talk about. But I recently remembered a story from way back in the day. You know, that time when being level 60 meant something? Uh, as an aside, no, nah, I don't. 
wish it did, <laughs> but you know, by the time I started, shortly after I started playing, it became 70. So anyway, I digress. And also, when cross when cross realm battlegrounds run heard of, you know what? I feel like you just need to say back in my day. Would you do that for me? Back in my day. Thank you. Got it. Well, when I was level 29, I actually did some PvP, and the entire horde side of my server were the gods of the battlegrounds. Really, we rarely lost. Well, I was in a Rathy Basin one day, and I see a level 24 human mage. Nothing really special about him until I saw his name. Turns out that it was one of my buddies that I know in real life. I easily killed him twice before the battleground ended. I thought about rubbing it in his face later, but decided against it. Alright, enough of my rant. I don't want to turn into the grumpy old orc saying things like, Back in my day. <laughs> well, recently, me and my brother got some wild time from our guild master. He wanted my brother to raid with him again because they needed another healer. So, I'd like to give a shout out to my new guild master, Mozan. I'm now in the guild Forged in Blood. My old guild revamped, broke up a while ago, and these are a good group of people to be with. So, a shout out to all of them too. Now, for some more good stuff about my new guild. The other day, we decided to take a break from raiding and have a guild fun night. We had a costume contest, games, and heaps of gold for prizes. Before we went, though, I needed a costume. I got on vent and heard some people doing something in Booty Bay. I ran over, and they were fighting the guards. I was bored, and it was a few hours before the event, so I joined in. I declared war with Booty Bay, and they happily invited me into their group. We spent about two hours just killing everything in Booty Bay. Turns out that they were doing this so they could get the old world pirate costume. You have to be friendly with the Bloodsail Buccaneers by Booty Bay to get the quest. It took our friend Sin about three hours to just get friendly with them. Well, while we were killing guards, a night elf druid attacked us and swam off into the water. We chased him down and killed him twice. <laughs> Well, when we tried to kill the pirate guys on top of the inn, we could barely get by the front door. Guards just kept spawning and netting us. It was It's like they knew we had the quest. We finally killed them and got our costumes. It was a blast just to demolish the inhabitants of Booty Bay. I never really cared for the goblin cities anyway, which is good. I'm absolutely hated by all of them now. Well, at the party, we had a costume contest. We made two lines to make it runway style. When I put down a pony, well, I put down a pony keg from Brewfest and nobody could form a straight line for a couple of minutes. Lots of shout-outs in this email. It ended in a three-way tie. Then we voted for the three and first place won by, I'm not kidding, one vote. First place went to Ziggy. She was dressed as a pimp. Second was Mashiko. She was a fairy princess. Third was Mazron. He just wore random crap from his bank. <laughs> that would be a great guild name, Crap from the Bank. Uh... The second game was to fall off one of the floating islands at Anagran. The object of the game was to land closest to Mozan. We all jumped at the same time and... <laughs> were these bodies everywhere. The best part was that there was one Drana something. He was in total amazement. Someone on vent said that he probably told Alliance Chad, you guys will never believe what I just saw in Nagrand. After we lapped our heads off, we started the third game, a scavenger hunt in Nagrand. We had to find six items, and it's harder than it sounds. Only one person was able to get all six, and several people had five. I had three. Finally, to top it off, we went over to, to the Gurabashi Arena for an all-guild battle royale. When we arrived there, there was a lone 70 night elf druid in the middle just dancing away. We had some we had some rogues ganking. Then the battle started. Being the PvP noob that I am, I died quickly. Later, the druid came back and attacked one of our own druids. 
Mighty Dinky. They were both Moonkin Druids, so it was a laser turkey fight. Mighty Dinky won easily. Well, after about 10 minutes, when 35 out of the 37 were dead, there was only a Resto Shaman, Turgrim, and a Holy Pally, Demonic Angel. Turgrim had already used reincarnation, and it was a good fight. Turgrim ended up being the winner with, with us all rezzed up and watching from up top. To celebrate his victory, we immediately killed him. Ah, yes, we did, but he was given a lot of gold for winning, and that's when I left. We had a great time, and we're definitely doing it again. Well, I just got done listening to episode 23, and it was awesome. Love the secret dialogue from Arthas. That will be all for now. Keep up the good work. Iggy of the Forged and Blood Guild on the Duskwood server. Yeah! That was cool. Yeah. Now, here's my question. What were the items? Good question. Yeah. But I, <laughs> I gotta love, you just got to love jumping off the uh, things there. Oh, yeah. That's great. Okay, everyone. One, two, three, three go. go! That's great. <laughs> Did you bounce? That's the other thing. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. That, that yeah. sounds like a lot of fun to do for a kill. Oh, yeah. Just to go out and have a good time, because that's what it's about. But thank you, Iggy, for sending that in. That's awesome. Yeah, good stuff. We have an email from Zendal, who says, Hey, Auntie Ed and Big V. Zendal here. As of right now, I'm level 64. I got through Hellfire, Zangamarsh, and Takara Forest. Now I'm in Nagrad. And gotta tell you, this place is awesome. Hellfire with its earthworms, boars, and red orcs. Zangamarsh with the Naga and the little Sporagar people. Takara with the warp stalkers. Grrr. And the Arakoa, the bird people. But Nagrad? The lakes, the trees, the flying patches of ground with more trees on them. I just want to stay here and fish. No questing, no killing mobs, just fish. Nagrad has the most neutral mobs I've ever seen. You can stop and pet a towel buck any time. Of course, there are hostile mobs, but those usually give something cool, like the elemental drop moats. Drop those off at the auction house and get a fortune. About the Death Knight. I can't get my friend Cruff to... <laughs> STFU about Wrath. He is planning to go Death Knight, and he can't stop talking about it. Every time we talk, he mentions a new skill or a talent or something. Speaking of which, I heard you guys talk about the fact that you've never met in person in one of the episodes. Well, my friend lives in the Netherlands, and I found out I will be heading there pretty soon. It's going to be so strange meeting someone from WoW in real life. To Zathras, thank you so much for the lightheaded add-on. It is awesome. To Zog, grats on seeing the awesomeness of the Affliction Tree. In my opinion, it's the best tree for leveling. About the Mount Quest, totally agree with you. Skolo and Dire Mall? You can't even find a group for those anymore because everyone goes straight to Outlands. So I saved up some money, did some mining, and worked in the auction house a bit and bought a skeletal horse mount. Just didn't want to go through all that hassle. Good luck getting on 7. Anywho, love the show and can't wait for another episode for the Horde. And that is Zendel. Cool. You know, I gotta agree about Nagrand. I mean, it's, uh, I mean, I'm surprised there aren't a bunch of humans running around. Really? Yep. I mean, it's a nice yep. area. I think everyone likes Nagrad. Yeah. Um, it's, I mean, it's green. It's green. <laughs> and it's got the back door into uh, Shat. Well, if you're an Aldor. Yeah, if you're an Aldor, which, you know, the cow is. But, yeah, it's it's just a neat place. I don't know. I just really like it out there. I had my heart set out there for a little bit and then just got tired of it, and I think I reset it to Shat. Oh. I know. Oh. 
Yeah, I got my art set out there just because it's. I, I can't deal with chat. I can't. Chat killed me, but anyway. Yeah, it's kind of like a little. It's, it's sort of like the burbs of chat, you know? Yeah, it's it, it's Connecticut. Thank you for sending that in. Yeah. And get an email from our buddy Troll Sky who writes, Hey, Anyet and Big V. I haven't emailed in a while, so I was wondering what to send. I ran into some Alliance butt cheeks, but sadly I didn't get their name, so I didn't want to send that in. But I came across something quite interesting. I was leveling my priest when I got the chain in Hellfire in which you discover the Magar and have to report to Thrall, which, by the way, is one of my favorite chains. So I went to Thrall and did the dance. After he sits back on his throne, I was going to hearth back to Shat when I decided to throw a few buffs on Thrall just for kicks. So I toss on a Shadow Protection, throw a Fear Ward, give some Divine Spirit, and I go to bless him with Power Word Fortitude when I see the yellow immune go over his head. So I try it again, and the same thing is happened. I checked around to see if I could find something mentioning this, as it did catch my interest. Every buff worked except for Fortitude, the oldest buff I have. What the heck? I haven't found anything yet. I was wondering if he was like that in Durnhold also, as I've never run Durnhold as a priest, and when I have, I was DPS, so I'm not really focused on Thrall that much. This was just something that I found kind of interesting. Yes, Troll leads a boring life. Sorry. It takes this kind of stuff to interest him. Anyways, have a good day. Hope to see you in game soon, Ed. For the Horde, he continues on in an in a se under separate email. Clockwork gnomes, I wondered. I went on a little hunt for more info on what these guys were. Apparently, lore-wise, the dwarves and other races suffered from what is called the curse of flesh. This curse basically makes a stony-skinned creature into a fleshy creature. The idea being that dwarves, once called earthen, were made by the titans from rocks and later evolved into the fleshy dwarves. Apparently, this is also true for gnomes, only it's suspected that gnomes may have been mechanical creatures before the curse. Anyway, long story short, a mechanical gnome-like NPC in Wrath wants to rid the world of the curse, and in doing so, he constructs an army of these creatures. Needless to say, it's a quest in the upcoming expansion. Anyway, just thought that was a little amusing and thought I might send that in. Hope you enjoy. Troll Sky. I don't know. I, I think uh, I think a mechanical gnome-like NPC who wants to rid the world of gnomes is not a bad thing. You got a point there. Really. I, I oh. really don't see any downside to this. And why <laughs> should we stop him? Yeah, uh, I, I, I think we should join with him. Yeah, I'm thinking that too. We should just, like side up. Yeah. And then kill and when that's done, kill him. Absolutely. Because we're hoarding, we can get away with that. Damn right. <laughs> but that's interesting. I'm wondering um what was somebody smoking when they came up with that one? <laughs> <laughs> Curse that makes stony, stony skin creatures into a flesh creature. Huh? It's different. It's like the whole golem kind of thing. Yeah, really. But, uh, boy, Blizz, what were you smoking, man? That's that's out there. Oh, yeah. The colors. Thank you, Troll, <laughs> for sending that in. We have an email from Small Hoof, who writes, Dear Annie Ed, it's me, Small Hoof, again. The crappy week of crappiness has left and replaced by the crazy week of insanity. I've been listening to your show and enjoying it very much. Recently, there has been some real-life shake-up, and my ability to roll with my tabletop gaming crew looks like it's going to vanish soon. Being a true nerd, I'm going to need some kind of fix. 
Considering how much fun it sounds like your crew is having with WoW, I'm seriously starting to reconsider starting it up again. I'm thinking it might be fun to play with my wife, so if I decide to start up again, I'll probably wait until after <clears throat> Winter Vale when I can gift her with a new computer so we can play together. However, I'm thinking of all the grinding and nonsense it took me to get to 60 and 40 the first time. I don't know if I can stomach it all again. So since you currently play and have an army of alts, I need to know how much has leveling been sped up now. I'm assuming we're going to have to spend a fair amount of time running around and doing random stuff, but I really don't want to spend 20 weeks just getting to the point where I can enjoy the new content. Also, my thoughts on low levels in Shad is pretty simple. The point is setting your hearth to Shad below 55 is speed of transit. The portals in the city are 10 times as fast as shuttling between major cities the old-fashioned way. While it may seem unfair, honestly, the lobbies aren't using that city as anything but a fast taxi between zones. Personally, I think that speeds up getting to the endgame content is reasonable. And that is from Small Hoof. We won't talk about it. I just think they're overcrowding chat more than they should be. That's my personal thing. Uh, as far as how fast is it, for probably, I'm not sure how far back you go, but probably if you're thinking, because I remember uh, the, the grind and how long it was taking, it's probably a lot faster than you remember. By yeah, far, I, I think. Yeah, uh, I've, I've, I've leveled the Madge so erratically that it's kind of hard for me to, it's kind of hard for me to answer that one because, you know, I start and I stop and I start and I stop. So, I, I don't know, but it doesn't seem to be that painful. It, it does go a lot faster um, up until 60. Although I am hearing now from 60 to 70 on our next Happy Patch Day that we have that they're going to be putting in the quicker route for that too. Nice. Yeah. Uh, on one hand, I'm happy because the rogue is, is moving along. And on the other hand, yes, grumpy old troll. But anyway. Um, <laughs> going, you know, damn it, I got two characters through this and it was hell. And now, you I called this like a year ago. I said they were going to play this game. And they did. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. But I think you're going to find it a lot easier. I do recommend when you get past like the initial grammar school, uh, the junior high whatever you want to call it uh, past level like up to 20 park them for like the two weeks and get in the blue really really well mm -hmm. and then head out again and of course we have mentioned if you're out for straight leveling you know want to get through all the mid-game same old boring crap content you have we have mentioned a leveling guy yep, which is Jane. strictly that which is really well done yeah, Jamie's Horde Leveling Guide. Yep. And we've got the link to that on the website somewhere way back when, I think. Yep, we and, do. and it's, it's just really good. Yeah. And he takes you from 20 all the way up to 70, if you if you so desire. Or now, if, you, if your wife has never played, you may not want to take that route. I mean, you cover a lot of things, but this is just focus level, 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 level. And he gets you through it really fast. But if you kind of want to take the scenic route, as it were, because this guy doesn't let you breathe. He doesn't even want to let you, like, unload your badge. Your if you follow this guy, he won't let you ever go home. Mm -hmm. you, you will never see the auction house. You will never unload your bags. He thinks you have these 22 bag spaces at level 25. He does. But <laughs> but if you, you may want to take a slower route, especially if she's never seen any of this. And by the way, very cool. Again, her a new computer for the holidays. Oh, yeah. Awesome. You want to send one over this way? Hey. But anyway. <laughs> but so that's my opinion on the level. I think you're going to find it a lot easier than you probably remember. So I definitely think it's worth giving it a shot because you're probably going to tear through the earlier levels quick to get to Outlands. 
So, but thank you for sending that in. Yeah, good stuff. All right, so we get an email from Thalena, uh, or Connor, on the Sentinel server who writes, Greetings, Annie Ed and Big V. Just have to say that I love the show. I've been playing WoW now off and on for a few years. Before that, I've been an avid Blizzard fan. I mean, heck, I still have my copy of Warcraft. Please forgive me my rambling stories here, but I thought you might be interested. I remember when WoW was announced, and immediately I was drawn to the Horde side. One of my first tunes was a female orc hunter named Thalena on the Sentinel server. She's level 70 now and has been for some time. I haven't been around a, wh- around a while. I have quite a few real-life friends who play as well, and of course, they play Alliance. Face palms. I was never really interested in the pink skin squad until the Burning Crusade came out. Then I saw the Draenei. I can see Big V cringing now and commenting on the squid-eating space goats, but hear me out. Yes, I am commenting on the squid-eating space goats. Shame on you. <laughs> However, we'll let it slide this time as it's, you know, your first time writing in. But he continues saying, I love the non-traditional fantasy races. I mean, what I mean by that is, as an all-around gamer geek, I like playing the races no one else tries or those that are unique in some way. I mean, come on. How often can you really play a full orc mage in D&D? Anyway, I love the look of the Draenei. They were not pink, and they kind of had a call of uh, Cthulhu look going. Now, I will hand it to you on that one. I had not thought about that, but, you know, there is some HP Lovecraft going on in the design there. So, okay, fair enough. So, I try one out, and I find two things right away. First, I love the Draenei. Second, Annie Ed, there is so much alliance bias, it's not even funny. Let's get past the quest and focus on a specific class. I have a level 70 Draenei Shaman named Shivaron on the Kirin Tor server. Let me preface this by saying that I by saying I still try to help out any horde players I can. Regardless, when I was working on Shivaron, I kept hearing from horde players how hard and annoying the totem quests are. I did not have a horde shaman yet, so I couldn't judge. But what I saw on the Draenei side was easy. All the totem quests are simple and to the point. The fire totem one especially, since you don't even have to leave the grammar school area. The water totem takes you to Ashenvale and back, but still is relatively easy. The air totem was by, was the best by far, because you climb up behind the Exodar and speak with a wind elemental who gives you the totem then and there, and then flies you back to the doors of the Exodar. Now I love my shaman, and decide, hey, if the Draenei shaman are great, imagine how cool a troll shaman would be. So I'll make an alt back on Sentinels named Zanjin and begin working him up. Have you ever seen the horde quest for the totems? They suck ass in comparison. The fire totem takes you all over the damn barrens and also tries to have you find a hidden cave in Duratar. And of course, the quest directions lead you to the totally wrong cave. Yeah, I've been there on that one. I can feel your pain there, buddy. <laughs> the water totem has you haul buttocks all over both continents just to get water samples. Finally, the air totem is the worst. You speak with a female taran hidden in a nook in Thousand Needles who pretty much tosses you the totem and says, you may have more to learn later. And then, that's it. I felt totally gypped by that one. My poor troll was standing there thinking, that's it? I hauled butt all over the face of Azeroth for the damn water stick, and you just hand me the air one? Gah. Alliance bias exists heavily, at least for the shaman. Finally, as if this email wasn't long enough, I just wanted to comment on you never knowing who is playing a character. Let me use an example. Online, I'm known as Palaquin in forums and elsewhere. In real life, however, my name is 
Radio Edit, or as my students call me, Professor Radio Edit. I'm 33 and a professor of biology at the college level. My background is in molecular biology, microbiology, genetics, and developmental biology. And I teach everything from basic bio 101 to botany, ecology, genetics, and so on. I'm in the midst of getting my PhD now as well in adult and continuing education. I don't have tons of spare time, but I have enough to be with my family, friends, and wow from time to time. Besides, wow was my break from being a scientist and a teacher. Anyway, just want to say again how much I love the show. Keep up the good work, folks, and you may see me from see me in some form or another on the Medoran server sometime. Take care and for the horde. Yeah. That is really cool. Yeah, that's that's good stuff. Well, first you comment. Um, yes, I already suspected about the bias. We all know this, okay? All of us on the horde, we know this. Yeah, and you know, considering you know the uh, everybody knows that I rolled a shaman, and I had to get rid of him. I just couldn't do it. I got past that fire totem thing, and it just sucked the life out of me. So I remember thinking, my God, if the rest of these quests are like this get it i just can't do it i mean i'll you know go and play tiddlywinks or something <laughs> this is just <laughs> dreadful so but it doesn't surprise me you know to know that the uh that they're easier on the hor- on the uh, alliance side that is and you know the fact that it was a drown out too with you know the walking flowers and the fluffy mods you know but um i do love that that you're a biology professor i think that's so cool so actually, uh, I had when I when I wrote back as a kind of a smartass remark, I made mention of said, "Did you ever like screw up in front of your class and say something very wow related while you're teaching?" And a great story returned. Yes, he from, said. Go yes. ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> sorry. Read it. Yeah. Uh, as for slipping up in class, funny you should mention that. This semester, I'm teaching a course in natural conservation. One of the big topics I discuss is a concept called affluenza. I'll spare you the details, but it really boils down to the fact that people that suffer from affluenza tend to buy crap they don't need just to fill some void in their lives. It's a bit more complex than that, but from that foundation, I ask students to think about what they buy and ask, do I need it? Can I borrow it? Can I get it secondhand? Can I avoid it? This time in lecture, I mentioned I'm an avid geek and proud of it. Just look at the toys in my office. I said, I play World of Warcraft, and there's a new expansion coming out. As an example, I have to ask, do I need it? What I found amusing was that several students' eyes went wide when I said I played. They went wider when I seemed to suggest to them that the expansion was not necessary for life. (laughs) Smirk. Well, the lecture goes on when one of the students asks in class, what server are you on? I replied simply, like I'm going to say in class, last thing I need is for all you guys to gang up and gank me repeatedly. There was a spattering of laughter before the same student asked if I could at least tell them what faction I played. To this, I smiled and replied, well, let me just say this. And in my best male orc voice, I roared, for the horde. It loses something in an email, but I think you get the picture. A lot of my students had no clue what I was going on about, but laughed nonetheless. I'm proud to say, though, the students that did play while all cheered back. Guess I have a pack of hordies in my course. Next time, I'll have to roar blood and thunder when I'm making an important point. See who catches it. Cheers and hope to see you soon. P.S. Oh, forgot to ask. This is a question for the resonant mistress of wild lore. Simply put, where is the Taran lore? The other races have 
rich background and history. Each race also has at least one instance related to them. Do the Tauren? Nope. Just added in Warcraft 3 and no real instance to speak of. This is a damn shame because with the Native American feel they have, the lore could be really interesting. A great setting for some awesome stories. More is the pity that Blizzard doesn't take advantage of that. I'll bugger about my questions regarding Pandarins some other time. I want Chin Storm Stout back. So that is for our uh, resident lore keeper, Corlina. Yes, Corlina. So get on that, girl. <laughs> yeah, what is with the stories? But I love that story. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. One, you know, playing Tarn as I do, I've actually done a little bit of reading. And uh, WowWiki has decent amount on them. But the Tarn apparently call themselves Shuhalo. That's like a, 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 an apostrophed word. Okay. But that, it was just kind of cool and you know they've got this they've got a connection with the orcs because of the centaur and all that but there there is some stuff out there now i would like to see you know a tauren instance out there i mean i think that would be very cool um and i think there's a place for it because if you fly from um thunder bluff over to the crossroads you know you fly over the border there of mulgor and uh, the barons if you look down right as you fly over red rocks there is a cave with some stuff sitting around it and it looks like you can go in there and apparently i'm thinking it was just something that was under development and they just said yeah forget it like there was going to be, you know, go find somebody there, you know, drop right. this thing off or something, but you can't get to it. You know, you see it when you fly over yep. it, which is kind of interesting. So, I mean, there's, I mean, good grief, there's a place, I mean, Mulgore's big enough thing, you can stick an instance in there. I mean, you just dig a hole in the ground and dump it. There you go. Instance, right there. Go kill stuff. But, yeah, Tauren for the win. Woohoo! for the win. <laughs> and thank you very much for sending that in. That is awesome. Yeah. And we have an email from our friend Shish Kebabi on the Blessman Blood Guild. Blessman Blood! Woohoo! Woo! Who says? Greetings, Big V and Annie Ed. This is Shish Kebabi from Blossom and Blood on the Draenor server. You were talking about how everyone will be making Death Knights all at the same time, so it'll be really hard to do all the beginning quests for them. Well, I think I have a solution to the problem. I will be leveling my 70 Undead Warlock to 80, while everyone else is leveling their 55 Death Knights to 80. I'm just hoping that only a few others think of this as well. Well, not much more to say for now. That's actually a very good idea, and one that I had thought about as well. A lot of people, I think, yeah, are kind of weighing that. It's like, hmm, Death Knight or just get away from that just, and level to 80. Yeah, Either just way, I think it's going to be hard. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think probably what I'm going to be doing is, you know, creating the Death Knight straight away just so I can get the name I want, you know? <laughs> what is it with the names? I'm, I'm finding people are like, you know, reserving them almost. Uh, yeah, I've got a, I've got a couple. Yeah, and cause... and it's like I I don't I, I don't know maybe it's just me because I don't name a character until I make it and I don't have any preconceived notions of what I want to name a character. I just gotta look at it and decide then when I'm creating it what it looks like. Oh, uh, you know, there's that. But actually, I've I kind of go the other way around. I will just be driving you know along one day and a cool name will come into my head and I'm like, oh god, wouldn't a, wouldn't a such and such and such and such be cool like wouldn't that be cool for an undead priest wouldn't that be cool for you know a rogue you know something like that so you know you'll go you you know and you have the name and you and you build it 
um, which is you know really kind of counterintuitive, but sort of the way my brain works. So yeah, I just thought that was kind of interesting. A lot of people are doing that. So, but yeah, well, and now of course that we have broadcasted your secret solution. Um, <clears throat> you know what? Disregard what you have just heard here on the show. You know what? Go level a death knight. Uh, don't be looking at that man behind the curtain. That's right. Leveling to eighty. Don't don't be watching that. Yeah, and um, just ignore that big flash of light that you didn't just see because it didn't erase any memories that you didn't already have exactly yeah uh, so <laughs> we got one more from insomnime level 25 undead rogue and a new guild member of off the air he writes in and says hello annie ed and big v i've got an alliance story that you won't like at first but it'll get better at the end so, let me start at the good old FTH radio way. So there I was, in Undercity. Place isn't very crowded, so I'm just there for some regular business. Bank, auction house, training, etc. Stop by the Guild Bank and uh, see what I can find. I decided to take a Guild Tabard and try it on. Fits nicely. It's actually the first piece of clothing that hasn't turned to rags the moment I've equipped them. That's the real curse of the Forsaken. <laughs> That's the truth, too. You know, you can have just the most brilliant-looking things if you're forsaken. I mean, you can see him right there. You put him on a blood elf, and, you know, he's ready to stroll down the catwalk. You know, you put him on an undead guy, and people stop by and, like, start giving him change. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so, when the guy says, I am forsaken, well, yeah, you know, we well, here's some, cha- here, here, here's some change, buddy. You know, go get a <laughs> cup of coffee. Um um, next stop is down the ramp to the cooking trainer. I don't care. I don't care too much about cooking, but it's right here, and I might be about ready for the next level. So I click on her, and nope, not yet. Just a few points away. I have stuff to make bread, so I step over to the side and start cooking. Now, I have a bad habit when I work my professions. I like to watch them work, so I'll pan the camera around and zoom in. It's one of the few times when we're not staring at the at their backs. So I didn't see what happened, but suddenly I hear slashing and moaning sounds of the cooking trainer getting hacked to death. I pan around and sure enough, she's dead as a hammer. Well, that's sad, but there doesn't seem to be any more commotion and I can't do anything here now, so I move over to my next stop at the auction house. As soon as I get to the top of this ramp, hack, hack, and he's dead too. But I catch a quick glimpse of a level uh, double question mark human female rogue named Lara. Just a couple of seconds and she stealths away. So, she's alliance, which is bad, but a rogue, which is good. So I'm okay with the situation so far. So I'll walk back down. I'm thinking that since there's no point to this, she may leave soon. Then the NPCs close to me get sapped and go to sleep. Now I know I'm getting toyed with, but I'm actually starting to think that it's all pretty funny. So after a goblin and the poor cockroach guy gets sapped, I turn around and uh, say a couple of things. He says slash S, so you know he's actually saying them in-game. Real nice, or are you trying to impress me? But then I remembered that I didn't think Alliance could understand us, so I moated, golf clap, and shrug, stuff like that. Then she did, like, a partial stealth somehow, so I could see her jump up and down, then sprint away. Oh, and run a tight circle around me, which I've tried to do, but Enzo doesn't corner that well. So by now, I'm getting tired of this and about to log off when I realize what's actually happening. She's not trying to pick a fight. This girl is totally into me because I'm looking and sharp in my new off-the-air tabard. Also, I realize that I have just recruited the first insomnomaniac. You hear that, Big V? I told you, didn't I? So, by now she's doing a half-invisible but still sexy dance right in front of me. 
So what the heck, I'll let Enzo break into dance too. So here's almost a shout out to Lara. I know the general consensus over here is that Alliance is lame, but that was some pretty funny mischief. I'm thinking I'm gonna have to try some of those same stunts. I think she's a night, I think there's a night elf village in Northwest Ashenvale. Yeah, there is, and that's a long run too. But, <laughs> but yeah, that's good stuff. And it's, you know, it's fun when you can, you know, just kind of take a break from the carnage and, uh, you know, realize that, you know, that, hey, that's kind of funny. And uh, congratulations on uh, getting your infer- your first Insomnomaniac. Uh, that's good. Yeah, let us know. Uh, let us know if you get any more, cause uh, we'll uh, we'll shout them out. Yes, and I don't even know what that is, but. <laughs> <laughs> so hey, thanks for everybody who wrote in for this show. Uh, it was good hearing from you, and there we go. Thank you very much. Big thank you to everyone who wrote in for this episode. Now, I know there are a couple of you who had sent in emails that you probably didn't hear, and that's because by the time we got them, sorry, that section had been recorded. However, we will read them out on our next show, so we have not forgotten about you, and we thank you very, very much for sending them in. We will get to them on our next show. If you would like to write in, there are many ways to do this. You can send us an email at fthradio at gmail.com. Mr. Moo Cow has his own email, which is biggestv at gmail.com. Undead Zog has an email of n underscore p-r-o-u-t-e-n at hotmail.com. Of course, our call in line 206-888-3130. And check out the website www.forthehorderadio.com for all sorts of cool links and tidbits and whatever the hell we put up there. Thank you very much for listening to this delayed episode 24 and we will return in three weeks before i close out the show though (laughs) just uh, i keep you on cliffhanger actually i should explain i want to explain something here just a little aside as many of you know we have our outtakes uh after the show closes out which we do enjoy putting up for you there is a particular it's on the outtake section even though it's technically not really an outtake our outtakes aren't always outtakes they're just little fun things that didn't make it into the show this in particular though i have to i feel an explanation is needed otherwise you're going to hear it and go what annie ed played a little little practical joke on our undead zog and uh, the result of that little joke is in our outtake section for this show so just want to let you know you'll know it when you hear it trust me but when you hear it that's what that was about Annie Ed having a having a little fun with the the Zog of XP so on that note we will now say thank you very very much for downloading and listening and we will return in three weeks for another brew drinking warlock leveling for the Lich King episode of
welcome to For the Horde Radio. Why is my sound level so low? We'll start with so, who the hell is this, and we'll go into precautions phone, and then we'll go into emails. Okay. All right. So we get this. Oh, no. Okay. Strike no. that. Nope. Strike that. Reverse yeah. it. Yeah, reverse. Uh, no, I started off. Yeah, I always you start, start off. Who the yeah, hell you always is. do this. Yeah. I didn't realize the mics were open all the time. Yeah, on <laughs> Skype, yes, they are. Uh, bugger. <laughs> well, sticking with the Warcraft thing, um, let me get in troll voice here. Hello there. You come get the voodoo. <laughs> <laughs> Stay away from the voodoo. <laughs> they can't seem to make up their mind about that one. <laughs> <laughs> they want you to stay away, yet they want you to get it. We don't get it. We don't understand which it is. Absolutely. What kind of voice do you want? You got a big selection of me. You you do whatever whatever the mood fills you to do. So, um, for the Lich King, right? That's it. For the Lich King. Oh, that's good. Hmm. <laughs> see, now's the, now's the interesting part of thinking about how to do it. Hmm, what's my motivation? Yes. My... For the Lich King, you say. Um, hmm. hmm. So I'm undead, you say. Yes. Hmm, I see, I see. Because this is from our buddy Precaution. Hello. Hello. Oh my, who is this? Well, this is uh, this is Auntie Ed. Oh, I see. I've uh, uh, your voice has become much more masculine since the last time I've talked with you. I've I've got a cold. I I see. I. That's one hell of a cold. Oh yes, it's uh, it's almost crippling. Um, so this is uh, this. Uh, how are you doing, Spock? I Spock. We're gonna be. Name is not Spock. Zog, Zog. Sorry, I have uh, I uh, uh, I will have to hurt you immensely if you call me that again. Yeah, understood, understood. Yeah, that's fine. So we're gonna do this blog thing. Um. Like, blog? Like we, blog thing, like we said. Yeah. Um, it's, it's blog. Blog, right. Do, do you have a speech impediment, is that it? No, no, like I said, it's congestion, you know, it's upper respiratory stuff. It's, uh, it'll go away soon and I'll be back to my, back to my chipper self. You uh, know, the one you know so well. Oh, I haven't had nearly much alcohol, uh, I haven't had nearly enough alcohol at Brewfest for this. So, uh... So, uh, how long you been playing this video game thing, this, this video game? How's, how's, it, how's, it, how's it working out for you? It's called World of Warcraft. Yeah, 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 I know, I know. <laughs> hey, uh, I'm Andy Ed, I ought to know, you know, I mean... I've been playing now for roughly, what, a year and a half, something like that. Oh, and you got lots of experience. Lots of experience. What's your favorite joystick for it? I mean, you know, some people like Motorola, Curlico, uh... Like when you're jumping up to get those stars and those coins. When that was joystick, joystick. I I guess. Do you even have a comprehension of what game this is? It's a computer. What? What are you doing in my machine? Nothing. Who? You're Andy, ill. Andy Ed, is this you? You're you're sick. You, you should go back, back to bed. There? Is that who I'm talking? To? Who is that? To, to do your to thing, you're, you're no, sick, and you should. What the hell? Hello. Uh, hello. 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 
at the end. What the what what and what what does that? Uh, your your code suddenly sounds much much better. Oh yes yes. Does, did, is your is your intelligence? Are you are you no longer stupid? <laughs> I really do have a cold. Don't make me laugh. It'll be very bad. I think it might be worth it then. <laughs> Consider it a very subtle form of payback. Payback. <laughs>